Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, the fourth show of four review shows for the coming season, 23-24, last but by no means least. And let's get that chat going for the honours list coming in January. So Graham Rodba, <laughs> last, as I say, last but not least, the man himself joins us on this uh, Thursday evening at the time of recording podcast to be um, released uh, Friday morning with the Southern Sunday Football League Constitution Review. I will put an asterisk on our predictions. Francis from Magpie Recruitment, also a committee member uh, at the Southern Sunday and a listener and a guest on the podcast will be predicting um, for the winners of the divisions on tonight's show and subsequent weeks. The weekly predictions will be done by Francis as well. He's obviously um, part of a team, but there's no there's no reason for him for him to be uh, called up. His impartiality is clear. He's completely partial to his own team. So we, we, that's the accusation that could be thrown. Graham, there was, you never wanted to participate in any predictions or any of the weekly stuff. So I think that's a nice compromise. And welcome to the podcast, sir. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Really looking forward to it. And of course, we're just not the, you know, the last of the four, essentially, to come out. You know, you've saved the best till last, Andrew. So I have to just get that in there. So, you know, cream does rise to the top. And um, yeah, the biggest and the best. I'm joking, of course. I'm joking. We do joke. Essentially a bit like my knighthood, really, that's never going to come in January next year or any other January, really, to be honest. But we can keep it between us. It, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, just on the impartiality thing, you're absolutely right. Obviously, France is involved in a club. Obviously, as the chair, my role is to remain impartial and as neutral. Um, I can obviously give my kind of view on a lot of the clubs and the divisions and the matches and stuff like that. You know, I pretty much know it inside and out. But uh, yeah, I think it would be very harsh to uh, kind of predict cup and, and league winners and results every week. So, you know, we've got Francis that we can take the mickey out of for doing that. So it just saves me getting even more criticism than I already do, really. So win-win. Yeah, well, let's, let's cut all that out, all the chucking at the podcast stuff at people, anyone. That's... It's going to happen. It's going to happen, but why? Why I don't know. There's fifth. There's virtually fifteen hundred very happy people in the last few days that have tuned in to listen to our podcast, Graham. You can oh, tell. You yes. can tell we're back. Well, you know, Mike, the postman I even hear has been listening this week. I mean, it's. Um, he told me this morning when he docked and said, "Yeah, I've been listening." You know, I heard Westford yesterday. It was pretty good. <laughs> Mike or Mark? No, I, I said Mike. Oh, okay, that's what my postman is. He's listening oh. to Westford. He tells me yesterday. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. That's what it was done. I mean, it's better than Postman Pat, right? It is. Right, let's get into it. So, as with the other shows, what we're going to do is discuss each of the divisions and we'll talk, we'll do a roll call and all that stuff. We'll try and pick out who we think are going to be the struggle of some of these divisions 
it's impossible. But we'll try and pick out the the, the strugglers, um, the winners, and maybe the chasing pack. Uh, that's been the um, format for the other show. So if it's not broke, why fix it? So we'll it's start. a great suggestion. And who was it who came up with the first suggestion around? Um, I think it might have been Jamie, which was kind of um, like unpredictable one night joker type. What what was the word he used? I've, I've forgotten. That was two days ago. Uh, I, I can't remember what surprise package. I think was it yeah, surprise something package? Like something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was really good. So well, we can try and do that as well then, if you like. Yeah. You can best best of the best, perhaps one to look <laughs> out for. Yeah, and uh, I I apologise in advance. Any new team, you could be Sharky. You could be the best thing since sliced bread. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be uh, back in any new teams. I don't think to to be winning league titles. So, what do you think about? So, can you just explain to the new teams then, because they might have not ex- uh, heard the expression Sharky? What do you mean by that? Because obviously, I know what you mean. Well, it's hard to pull the wall over uh, Sir Graham Rodber's eyes, but if you have told a few porky pies on the quality of your players to get yourselves down into the. The low, the, the the lower regions of the Southern Sunday Football League, uh, and you, and you think that you're gonna sp- storm your division by doing so, we call that sharks. We we call that sharky because yeah. basically you're treating all the other teams like prey, and uh, yeah, it's not. It's a dishonest way of doing it, but it's it's a term of endearment in a way. Um, very much like maybe St Andrews may have been Sharky a couple of years ago when they, when they absolutely <laughs> first dig in, first dig in. <laughs> when they stormed League Nine, wasn't it? Uh, with without anyone putting a glove on them. Yeah, uh, good, good summing up, good explanation. But that's that's your term, not mine. Just for uh, no, that's, that's, that's been a that's been a, a long running podcast term, and and I think other where other places as well. But we we've adopted it. Um, so and what's the complaints procedure? Should we just get that out of the way at the very, very start? You know, it's sellpod at gmail.com and it, Andrew, no? We can use a fake email address for the for the complaints, please. <laughs> Any complaints, just, yeah, send them to sellpod <laughs> and, and uh, they'll go directly into the junk mail uh, and deleted on a monthly basis. Into that new file that I heard you created over the summer called File 13, right? Yeah, and, and that, yeah, File 13 was full over the summer. Uh, full of old vests with stupid slogans written on them uh, and disappointed listeners of other leagues. Anyway. Here, here. Right. Anyway, on to the serious business. The serious business of the Southern Sunday Football League constitution for the 23-24 season and the fifth season, Silk Grassroots has had a podcast active, which is a massive achievement for us. Right. 118 teams make up the Southern Sunday Football League constitution. Two vacancies in a week's time. Who knows? Those two vacancies could be filled and we could be talking about 120 teams. First and foremost, what a fantastic effort by the league. Losing 19 teams. I'm not going to call anyone out, but we've lost 19 teams from last season's constitution and we've regained 17 teams. Um, with two only two vacancies left, Graham. Before we do get into the business of it, um, that's a fantastic achievement for the league yet again. Yeah, um, that keeps us as the biggest in London. Uh, I was doing a little bit of homework a few weeks ago. I was looking at Surrey. 
I was looking at Kent. I was looking at Middlesex. I was looking at Hampshire. I was looking at Beds, Box, and Bucks. Nowhere in Kent. Nowhere in Kent would touch 118 no, teams. I no, don't think. And nowhere in any of those other counties that I've just mentioned. I think the Sussex Sunday, another SSFL. Um, I think they're around the hundred. Obviously, the Leatherhead League are around the hundred. Um, but yeah, we appear to be a bit out in front now. And uh, yeah, I think that's a fantastic achievement for 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 us. And you know, when I joined sort of 13, 14 years ago. I said I was going to make this league the biggest Sunday league in the south of England. I think I might just have achieved it. Maybe. Maybe you have. Maybe that's a bit more research for you to do. You haven't got enough well, to, you haven't got enough on your plate. So you No, I haven't got time. I just had a quick I just had a quick <laughs> look. So, you know, that'll be the first complaint that comes in. You know, he's talking nonsense. But yeah. nonetheless, it, it doesn't really matter what anybody else is doing anywhere else. Um, I think what we're doing in this part of the world, um, in southwest London, I think is fantastic. Um it looks a great constitution. I mean, the top sort of two, three divisions are frighteningly good, I mm. think. Um, and then we've got that usual down towards the bottom end of kind of you don't know what you're going to get. And there's lots of new teams, especially in your division, Andrew, at the bottom. Mm. Um, and and right throughout, you know, in terms of new teams coming in and kind of promotions and relegations, there's been a good change up. So I think, I think the divisions right across the board look really, really competitive. And, um, you know, I'm just very proud that we've had teams in recent years that have been able to join, that we've really been able to now push them up the constitution. And, um, you know, the future looks really, really bright, I think. And um, I think everybody's buzzing and really looking forward to the season ahead. Awesome. Let's talk about the season ahead into the Supreme Trophies. Graham Dodd, Premier Division, 10-team division, the top division, the creme de la creme of the Southern Sunday. Uh, the roll call is as follows. Uh, AFC Ballon return. Uh, AFC Putney firsts. Uh, carpet promoted from the championship into the Prem. Uh, Clapham Rovers are back. Uh, Junction Elite make it into the Prem division. Parklife firsts. Southwest Rangers champions last season. They go again. Sporting Continental. Uh, Swag and Westminster Wanderers firsts make up the Prem Division for 23-24. Uh, so, as I said before, what we'll, we'll try and pick out a winner. We'll try and pick out someone we think is going to struggle uh, and we'll try and pick out those surprise uh, packages for um, for the season who we think are going to upset the status quo. Graham, take it away. Well, I think, first of all, let's look at kind of the defending champions. I think that's the fair place essentially to start um finished last season in absolutely great shape they've got a lovely match coming up uh, next weekend against swag who finished the runners up in the south bank uh, does that game Cup. tell us anything do you think or is it yeah, too early in the it, season no I, I don't think it is no i don't think it is at all i think um i think what it's going to prove is that those two teams are i think still going to be the two teams to be okay. to be honest um I think Carpet are definitely going to mix it up. Mm -hmm. Junction Elite are definitely going to mix it up. I think there's no question. Mm -hmm. Sporting Continental, people will be looking at them. You know, they've been quiet, you know, by their own standards last year. I think they'll be, you know, behind the scenes trying to assemble a team that is going to elevate them to be in kind of that top tier competitive status to try and, um, to try and win the division. I think where I would be worried if I were a Westminster Wanderers or I were a Park Life or potentially an AFC Ballon, who, you know, kind of finished in the bottom half, really, of that table last year. Yeah. 
I think I think this year is going to be really difficult to stay up. I think it's going to be really difficult due to it is a tough, tough assignment every week. And I just think there are no there are no gimmies really in that division anymore. I mean, people had a couple of gimmies, didn't they, against Lazio last year? That's not going to be on the agenda. Westminster, I think, won three games out of the 15 that they played. You know, they lost eight. That would have been seen as a bit of a gimme by some teams. Mm. Park life, the same. They ain't going to get that this time round. They're not going to get that. So if they haven't improved their squads, I think they need to be looking over their shoulders. But I can't see past the top two from last year, really. I haven't heard or seen anything that's going to change my mind. But obviously, you're on that game with me on the 3rd of September. So you'll be able to see it yourself. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. I think it's going to be good. I'm really looking forward to it and uh, look forward to seeing the the two the the two best teams uh, that the um the Southern Sunday has to offer you know that's up for an argument but the uh the way that the the uh that competition is the South Bank Shield isn't it it's Challenge Cup South Bank Challenge Cup South Bank Challenge Cup sorry there's only one shield and that's in my name that's the Grand Robber Shield isn't it um, oh, yes. Yeah, the, so the winner of the Prem Division taking on the winner of the Marcus Lipton Cup. Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, Southwest Rangers against Swag. Yeah, I've been offered a, a place uh, on the line I'd, and, I, and there's not many people I would I would want to uh, run the line for <laughs> anymore in my refereeing career, but I've accepted the invitation from Graham and, and uh, we did meet over the summer. Uh, and shared a few drinks with Mark and just and a Francis. few. Yeah, it was quite a good night, wasn't it? But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a, an invitation that I couldn't turn down. So I look forward to seeing both the teams. We'll talk about all of that in in the uh, show on Tuesday. We're back to normal um, normal stuff from Tuesday next week. Um, but yeah, Francis um, predictions for this one. He has gone for swag to win. Uh, See, I don't know Francis's predictions and I don't know your predictions, by the way, just to the listeners. Well, I'm making mine up as I go along. You haven't shared, obviously, Francis's and you're going to go as you normally do with the predictions. You're going to sum everything I've said up and somewhat uh, nick what Francis has said and then go for something completely different, probably. (laughs) Probably. I'm going to go for Southwest Rangers, though, because, um, yeah, like you, I think the top two will be swag or Southwest Rangers. And to make that a competition between... Um, Francis and I, uh, I'm going to back Southwest Rangers. He has backed Swag, and we look forward to seeing uh, the game next weekend, Sunday the third of September, uh, down at Collier's Collier's Wood, um, to uh, see the early um, psychological warfare between the two teams, physical and psychological warfare between the two teams, to see who can um, get that early advantage. Strugglers, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Graham. Uh, Park Life and Westminster Wanderers, based on last season, could be strugglers. Ballum didn't do too well in the league either last year. They put all their eggs into cup baskets. Uh, they'll need to concentrate a little bit closer uh, on their league campaigns um, this year, on their league campaign. I think, though, one. Andrew, to be fair, just to defend Ballum a little bit, they only did in the end, because of the cup endeavours that you mentioned, they only did up end in playing 13 games of the 16. So had they got another nine points, you know, potentially they could have been sitting third or fourth. So okay. um, I know it's ifs, buts and maybes. I Let's think Ballum will be... Played. 
I think Ballon will be fine. I think they'll be buoyed with that Chairman's Cup win last last year as well. I think they were delighted to, to win that competition. I think that'll give them a lot of confidence. I know they're buzzing, ready to start the season. I think for them, I think they've got to try and get some games played in the league early doors, get as many points on the board um, and see where it takes them. But um, I think they'll be comfortable. I, I don't see them in, in a relegation battle. Surprise packages, yeah, for me, carpet. Uh, and you could throw Sporting Continental into that as well, whether that's a whether that's a surprise package with the Sporting Continental boys, I don't know. After last season, maybe. But Carpet, Junction Elite, yeah, and, and Sporting Continental coming up um, will certainly um, add quality to that. They're not going to be They're going to nick points off them, let's be fair. You yeah. know, if you think that Carpet and Junction Elite have come from the Championship and you're going to get a six points, give me. Think again, because it ain't going to happen. Agreed. Right. That's the Prem Division done. Let's get into the Tony Eldridge Championship. Again, 10 teams, uh, not many. The only two divisions are one short. All the, all the divisions are 10 teams, just as we like it. Um, the roll call for the Tony Eldridge Championship, Albion, Bath Old Boys, new team, Battersea Ironsides, and new team, Battersea Wanderers. We're Battersea heavy in the championship. Uh, kudos promoted last season. Um, in, they go into the championship. Uh, Lazio relegated to, from the Prem Division. Uh, they didn't put a glove on anyone, sadly, the Lazio boys. More more familiar surroundings and more comfortable surroundings uh, on previous seasons for Lazio. Uh, Putney Town will be looking um, to push on. Uh, Sellhurst promoted with kudos and St Andrews with a double jump uh, this season. Uh, they go into the championship as well. Needed, I think, just to add a little bit more depth and a bit more of a challenge in there for uh, Sellhurst. I think the St Andrews edition makes that very, very interesting. They may have been a bit too comfortable still, and I don't mean that to be disrespectful to anyone else in the championship, but but Sellhurst going in there on their own, Graham, uh, and they would have had a comfortable year. That means now that they've got someone to look over their shoulder for. I think this is a ridiculously, ridiculously good division. It's so very already, good. So already thinking about this time next year, two of them teams are going to be in the Premier Division next season. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to the teams that are already in the Premier Division. Again, Lazio obviously went up last year. No disrespect to Lazio. I'm not sure they were ready to go up. You know, obviously it was them, Bath and, and Wheatsheaf, wasn't it? Yep. They would just happen to be the ones that went up. I think... Any of these teams in the championship, I think they're all going to be ready. I think they're all, uh, as a certain XPM would say, I think they're all oven ready is probably the uh, words that I would use. And you could probably put, you could probably put Celeste or St Andrews probably in the champion in the Premier Division now, and I think they'd be absolutely fine. But you know, history and tradition dictates in this league mm -hmm. you don't get a free pass into the no. Premier. You have to earn your way there. So mm -hmm. that's what all these teams are willing to do. When Partly obviously joined from the Leatherhead. 12 months ago that was their task that was what they wanted to do as carpet carpet managed to get it over the line this time Putney town you know came sort of third they came close but kind of not close enough but they'll be good um for having a season in the league under their belt um in terms of the two new teams andrew that we've got in so there's a bit of um this is a bit of a strange one so Battersea Ironsides traditionally played their Sunday football in the Leatherhead and District League, and they finished third in their championship last season. Essentially, the players that finished third in that championship are not any longer with Battersea Ironsides. They're now with a new team, Battersea Wanderers. And now Battersea Ironsides have now got their own kind of setup. So essentially, it's Battersea Wanderers are 
a formation or a breakaway spin-off, however you want to describe it, from Battersea Ironsides. We spoke to both teams, looking forward to playing each other. No animosity whatsoever. So, you know, don't anyone think that it's a grudge match by any stretch of the imagination. No. It's just going to be two kind of teams, two different names. Um, that's going to be a really competitive, really great game of football um, in what is a really, really good division. Um, if you're asking me, yeah, who's going to be up there? I don't think, no disrespect to anybody else, I don't think you can see past Selhurst and I don't think you can see past St Andrews for what they've done in previous seasons. I think the Ken Bailey Cup final, those two teams played last year, I thought was absolutely, the standard was ridiculous. Um Sellhurst really dominated by St Andrews for long periods of that game and, and I've not seen Selhurst dominated in that fashion. So that's why I think it'll be kind of those two. Putney Town will want to kick on as a safe finishing third last year. Kudos, I think, would be happy to, you know, consolidate rather than kind of be a yo-yo. I think they'd be happy with that. You know, Bath and Albion, what are they going to do? You know, Stalwarts essentially of the league who've been around a long time have got a lot of experience. It'd be interested to see what they do. The two new teams, I think, is very hard to predict what they're mm. going to do. Um, the Battersea Wanderers team I saw playing a friendly um, last night, and they were still trialing quite a fair few players. And I think some of the some of the the new teams are still in that stage. So I think it's very difficult to predict the new teams. If you was to ask me. Yeah, who's going to be up there? I'd say Celeste and St Andrews, possibly with Putney Town, maybe in third. I think Lazio have got a very tricky season ahead after their record last year. To get rid of that out of your system and then start winning again, I think is a huge ask. In terms of strugglers, Cosmos struggled last year. Mm. I think Cosmos will struggle. I think they'll struggle again. Um, I think Bath possibly also down there with them. Uh, um, I, I'm seeing a top two and then a and then a middle and then sadly I think Cosmos will be um bottom of the of the league this season. But I can see it being very tight between everyone else, all nicking points off of each other. Uh, but Celeste and St Andrews leading the way. Uh Francis' pick was Celeste. And my, my pick, I've gone for St Andrews. Based on that, um the game that Celeste played against St Andrews, where St Andrews came off um as winners. Um, that's the only thing I'm basing this on. I would obviously back Celeste every single day of the week. Um, but I, I think, again, just to make this a bit more of a contest, uh, I'm going to go for St Andrews. We do have that stick or twist uh, option coming up after Christmas where we review our picks and we get to change uh, in, a cowardly, in a cowardly manner. <laughs> no, you get to, yeah, you get to change. We, we, I think... I, I think it's not my words in terms of like the domination in that cup final. Sellers were very, very honest by their own standards and by their own admission that they were dominated for, for long periods in that game. So it's not just me saying it. That's them, you know, almost complimenting. Well, they were complimenting in a very big way their opposition. And you'll remember that they lost to um, St. Andrews in a semi-final as well. I think yeah. was it the year before. So they've got a bit of the um, they've got a bit of one over on um, Celeste at the moment. So yeah, I can see a you're being competitive against Francis. I can see that, but um, on on a footballing perspective, judging on kind of what's happened over the last couple of years, and you look at the trajectory essentially of kind of St. Andrews and what they're doing, they're very much on the way up. I don't think there's a question about that. So um, yeah. I don't think there's any spoiler spoiler alerts in terms of predictions for that division. I think um, most people would look at Celeste and St Andrews and would expect them to be one and two, um, yeah. respectively. 
Yeah, I think so too. Right. That's the championship done. Let's have a look at League One, the Bob Dixon League One. And these are the teams. AFC South London stay in League One. Battersea Dogs uh, are there. Brixton Town. Hampton Terriers promoted. Uh, Magpie Recruitment promoted. Uh, a double jump for them from League Three. Um, and South City promoted from League Six. They won League Six last season. Uh, South London United, a new team. We believe part of the South London family. Um, so that's an awkward meeting for them against stablemates. Um, AFC South London. We do mm, like just slightly. <laughs> uh, Val County are in League One. Uh, Wimbledon Commoners and Wimbledon Wolves maintain the Wimbledon Derby in League One. An interesting season um, ahead for the League One teams. Um, we don't know too much about the new boys, South London United, uh, but we know South London, are, they hung uh, and uh, fought it out with some top, top teams last year. Kudos. Uh, London Hibs, Sellers, to, to say uh, just a few. Uh, London Hibs now gone, obviously. Um, but their their competition this season, Magpie and South City, two champions making it into League One. Uh, both teams going up at least two divisions between um, the two of them. Um, Hampton Terrors on a good uh, run of form, good momentum going into this season. They're going to need it because the, the, the quality definitely improved and we'd we'd like to see um Wimbledon Wolves and Wimbledon Commoners be a little bit better than they were last season as well Graham so this this division just as competitive um as the other two we've spoken about oh without a shadow of a doubt I think this is another ridiculous ridiculous um division um you're right about South London United so essentially you know a lot of the players there came from AFC South London last season so that that will be an interesting match you're quite right um, in terms of the teams that have come up, Hampton Terry is already off to a good start. They beat Brixton. They've they've started their season early. They beat Brixton 4-3 in the league. So they've already got their first three points in League right. One. What a great what a great time they're having it over the last couple of mm. years, by the way. Yeah. What a great time they're they're yeah. having. So fair play to them. Against Brixton, well-established team in that division, already tells me that Hampton, I think, are not going to struggle. I think they'll be more than competitive. Um, we obviously know about Magpie, as you say, double jump for them. Perhaps they've had it easy a little bit and not really tested in the leagues over the last couple of um, couple of years. And maybe some more competitive games on a more regular basis might better prepare them for that County Cup tilt or League Cup tilt, which I know that they want. Mm -hmm. I think if they're getting that more competitive kind of up and atom kind of in your face, you know, you know, you've been in a game when you come off on a Sunday type football. I wonder whether that might give them the edge in some of these other bigger cup games. Mm. So I think that's to their advantage. Um, so they'll be up there. South City, obviously, we know as well, every division that they've played in thus far, you know, they've absolutely romped it um, and scoring a ridiculous, ridiculous number of, of goals. And, you know, they didn't disgrace themselves in the Marcus Lipton Cup final against Swag. I just think in the end, it was a just a little bit of a hurdle too far. They come up against a really organised um, and disciplined Swag team. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Magpie and South City, people are going to be looking at those two kind of for being up there. I think Wimbledon Wolves certainly will want to do a little potential bit there. There's always the potential with the walls. Obviously, they Marcus didn't do Lips it though last year, Andrew. No, they, they didn't, didn't do it. They really didn't do it. And all right, there were seven points away, I think, in the end. You know, that's sort of two wins and two wins and a draw. That's three games. I think that's far too much. I think that's quite a big gap. So I think they'll want 
want to push it. I think they'll want to push it. In terms of at the other end, I think you know commoners in the end got a got a reprieve because of um, you know teams leaving. You know London Hibs. Um, so they don't want to be in that relegation scrap. And if you remember this time last year, when we were looking at this division, nobody was predicting commoners to be anywhere near a relegation scrap after the good win that they'd had against Sporting Continental, you'll remember, mm-hmm. um, in the Marcus Lipton Cup. See, I've got a good memory for two years. Um, <laughs> they definitely won't want to be down there. But again, unless they've done the right recruitment, I think they might be a little bit struggling. I think Vale County, you know, they did fantastic to get themselves out of problems last year. Again, they didn't win a game for a little bit at the beginning of the season, didn't pick up the points that they needed, but rallied towards the end. I think in this division with the teams and the quality you've got in there, I don't think you can do that anymore. I'm not sure a late run is going to necessarily get you out of problems because I think you might already be cut adrift because of the other quality of the divisions. So I think I'm saying to you, Definitely Magpie and South City to be up there. Possibly Commoners, Vale County, maybe Battersea Dogs to be um, struggling. And it'll be interesting to see how AFC South London respond in terms of the players that they bought in to replace the players that have gone to South London United. So don't rule South London United out. If they've got half of the players that were AFC South London last year, then maybe you'd expect them to be top four. Great analysis. I think uh, it's it's fair to say. Did you just say great analysis? Yeah, I did. Right, <laughs> I did. Uh, I'll get my coat. <laughs> yeah, that's you done for the season. Well done. Uh, Francis has backed the boys, Magpie. Of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah, he's uh, not going to go against his own team. Of course he's not. I'm going to back South City uh, and make it again a competition. But uh, those two teams stand out for me in um, Division One in League One. Sorry, sorry, the first mistake of. Uh, well, I 20- didn't have to correct you. You corrected yourself, so <laughs> that doesn't count as a mistake. It's a bit like if you're the line judge at Wimbledon and you call out and then you go correction. You know that's not technically yeah. a mistake. So I'm going to let you have it if you correct it. If you don't correct <laughs> it, I'm going to bore you out. Thank you. Uh, Hampton, Hampton Terriers could certainly be there or thereabouts. Wimbledon Wolves could certainly be there or thereabouts. The two South London sides if they're of the same quality as, as AFC South London were over the last couple of years, they could definitely be amongst it. Strugglers, yeah, I think the likes of Val County, uh, Brixton Town and Battersea Dogs could be could comfortably be uh, the bottom three. Wimbledon Commoners too, they could be down there. Um, so much expectation for Wimbledon Commoners based on that Marcus Lipton run a couple of years ago. Um, Only lost the semi-final to Wolves, yeah, if you remember. Yeah, so, Wimbledon you know, Derby, yeah, I do remember it. I ref that game. It was very close. So, Wimbledon Commoners, the expectation is that they uh, will be better than last year. If if they're not, then yeah, it could be relegation for them. But um, yeah, again, in the middle, it's going to be teams nicking points off of each other. So competitive uh, in the middle of the table that if you do have promotion hopes, you just have to go with the consistency and momentum and try and nick points off of those top teams draws and and you know the one nil wins where where the ball comes off your striker's shin uh, and goes in and then they, they all count they, they all count, count. Uh, but that's sometimes what it takes against those top teams and obviously magpie recruitment south city they're champions they're big scalps for teams in this in this um division and and they, everyone's going to have their best 16 on the day um 
to face the likes of Magpie and South City. I think City, the great so. example that you've just said in terms of Magpie particularly was that game that they played in the Cup against Sporting Crabs last season where their goalkeeper essentially as a as a blinder. Yeah. That Magpie didn't have their scoring boots on and, and Crabs got the upset and knocked them out. That can happen. That's going to happen. That's football. That's why we love Actually, football. 100%. I can see that type of kind of football playing out in some of these divisions a little bit more just because of that little bit of extra competitive nature that they've got. I mean, the top kind of five divisions, just in isolation, almost the top 50 teams. I mean, it, honestly, it's ridiculous. I mean, that, that depth there to propel towards those kind of top two divisions is just ridiculous. And, you know, don't count what count out what's underneath there as well, because it's stacked, isn't it? I think that was the word you've been using in the yeah. podcast this week, stacked. stacked. Yeah. So I thought I'd get the word in just, yeah. just for the for the first time. Well, it's fair. And, and you know, it must be said, I know this is the South, uh, the Southern Sunday show today, but we're stacked and the competitiveness is there throughout Sunday League football. The, 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 the constitutions for each of the league have been done very well, and I think competition has been uh, in every uh, all of the league secretaries who've written the constitution. It's been in the mind that we have to keep these divisions honest. We have to keep the competition uh, in place. So you know, pushing on teams a couple of divisions has happened across the board because yep. you want competition. You don't want teams winning their leagues in February. Uh, I think the OBD SFL, I'll give them a shout out with with what they've had to work with. You know, I think they've done really quite a good job. I have to say, I think that's a really exciting constitution. Well, we did we did the West for one last night, and looking through that, you know, you can't you can't say that that team's definitely going to win that that league. You can't do that in any of the divisions. Even I think overall this... the committees, Andrew, I think you're right to give a shout out to the, you know, the people that are responsible for this. It is not an easy job. And, you know, when you're dealing with this number of teams, you are never going to please all of the people all the time. But actually across the four leagues, I'm not hearing much dissent. I've got to be honest. I'm hearing teams ready to go, prepped, excited, bring it on, can't wait. And actually there's a lot of teams really embracing what the leagues are trying to do. So I kind of feel actually collectively across the, the four leagues, that we cover on the podcast I think I think collectively we're all moving in the direction in the right direction and and that's forward and I think that's only something to be applauded to be honest isn't it good that the Silk Grassroots podcast is selling good news to our listeners just good news to our listeners <laughs> not everyone can say that Graham I, 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 I completely concur but I won't add any further comment for so once so there's the predictions for League One uh, Francis backing his boys Magpie and I will back South City into League Two, the Vulture Sports League Two. Uh, Atletico Vuble, can they move remove that gatekeeper team uh, label that I gave them? Uh, over I'm the not last sure whether they like that or whether they don't like that, but I'll let you list the teams. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> There's only one team that moans about it, and they'll get called it again in a minute. But we'll get onto them in, in a sec. Uh, Barking Mad uh, down from Division One. Uh, League One, I've done it again, correction. Um, <laughs> but you got yourself out of it, so that's the second one you get away with. Barking Mad, relegated into League Two. Hopefully they can have a more comfortable season this year. Chiswick uh, development, taking on the, the best of the best in uh, pre-season. So they are really testing themselves. My goodness they go me, that game League last two. week. Don't. <laughs> Harbert Rovers and Hampton Terriers love affair split. For at least one season, uh, the the two teams, great rivals over the years, um, but Harbert Rovers deemed not to really have done enough last year. And I agree with you uh, that maybe uh, another stay uh, for another year in League Two 
for Harbert. Just gives them a year to find their feet again. They did start poorly last year, uh, whereas the Hampton Terriers boys were pretty consistent throughout. Uh, Norton, uh, go again. Putney, Putney Pacers. Uh, Real Dundonald, big favourites are here for League Two this season. So we expect Where did a you lot that from, from them. Well, Francis has backed them, but we'll get to that oh, in a minute. My word. Stonely All-Stars, new boys into the uh, Southern Sunday. Welcome, lads. Uh, and the fourth highest entrant, entrance into the Southern uh, Sunday, uh, Stonely All-Stars. Welcome, boys. Uh, ones of Warriors and uh, Westminster Wanderers Reserves, both promoted from League Three. Don't forget, second and third place behind Magpie Recruitment. They get their promotion. Um, and Graham, I tell you what, this is very, very hard to pick this. No one's standing out to me at the moment. And as I said, Francis has backed Real Dundonald. So spoiler alert uh, on that one. And I must admit, they're the, they're the only name that's that's sort of standing out to me no, as well. well one, ones of Warriors, maybe. That. Yeah, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I, I'd say Stonely All-Stars, first and foremost. They're over from Leatherhead. They finished fifth in Division Three there last year. So they're no mugs and they're going to sit very, very nicely tucked in that division. So I would expect them to be up there or thereabouts. Um, and I would put ones with Warriors in and I probably would put Westminster into that conversation as well. I think there was only a points difference, I think, between second and third of those two teams. So I see them on quite an even keel. And yeah, yeah I think you have to chuck uh, Real Dundonald into that uh, equation as well, bearing in mind, you know, where they finished um, last year. Are Buble going to shake off the gatekeeper tab, uh, tag? You know, will be interesting. I think Harbour Rovers, I think, are probably, you know, ones to watch. Yeah. I think they would have picked up a lot last season. And, you know, as much as I think they would have been happy on a professional level, essentially, about how well Hampton have done, I think, you know, they might have eyes on trying to replicate that, really, to be honest. And I think Harbour's issue, again, was like runs in cup competitions last year, which, you know, ended up kind of fruitless. And they just couldn't get their league season off. It just didn't get any momentum. I feel they're one of them teams and they proved it when they won the division before, didn't they? If they got momentum and they're winning games, they are very, very difficult to mm. catch mm. and they're experienced and they're used to being that team that is being chased. So I think they're going to be potentially up there. So I'm including in the conversation, I think once with Warriors and Westminster, I see almost as equal. Stonely All-Stars coming from Leatherhead, fifth in Division 3. I think they might be just slightly outside the conversation, but maybe there or thereabouts. Um, and I would certainly chuck in Harbour Rovers. Buble, we just don't know what we're going to get for them. Mm. And the others, I, I think, you know, it's Chiswick, I think it's going to be a difficult season. Norton is going to be a difficult season. And Putney Paces, it's going to be a difficult season, as it was last year. I think the quality of the teams coming into that division has not made it any easier. And... I haven't got any indicators that say to me they're going to do better than what the teams that are coming into the division are going to do. So that's my that's my fault just for uh, what it's worth. Thank you. Uh, I'm backing Wandsworth Warriors in this one. That's my pick for this one, 100%. But let's do some analysis. I can see Barky Mad maybe um, struggling, being in the bottom half of the table again. They, they were pretty poor last year. But what would give them... A little bit of hope is that you've got four teams who are likely to be adrift. So there'll be that four team mini table uh, at the bottom where you've got uh, 18 points uh, at at stake between Barking Mad, Chiswick, Norton and Putney Pacers. They'll all play each other 
six times, obviously. Uh, so that would be where the bread and butter and the survival in this division sits for those teams and the chance of nicking points off of the teams above them, the odd draw or, or, or the win that happens from time to time. Uh, Buble will want to have a, a good season and uh, they'll want to remove that gatekeeper um, tag. I, I, I can't see it happening. I can I could see him finishing fourth or, or maybe even fifth um, this season. Um, so very, very interesting. You know, no standout sort of massive favourites in this division as there is throughout the other divisions. So another good job done in, in League Two. But yeah, no one... I'm not saying uh, no one's going to go unbeaten. I can, I can see the winner of this division losing uh, three, four, five games, maybe. Um, it's going to be extremely tight. Uh, another good job. Yeah. Um, do you agree with me on Barking Mad or do you think oh, going down I've, is going to help them? I mean, it's difficult to get, again, you know, kind of that losing tag out of your system. It really is difficult to shake it off. And again, it depends what recruitment they've done. I mean, they weren't they weren't too cut, agri- cut adrift. I think it was three points in the end that they went by. So, in theory, their season wasn't disastrous, even though they were relegated. I know that sounds strange to say, but they didn't have a Lazio-type season. It wasn't no. a complete no. catastrophe. So they've got something to work with. If they have the right players, I think it's difficult to go down and then bounce straight back. I, I do think that's quite hard. Mm. So I can't see them being in that conversation. But top half finish, I would also add to think your point, I think, is really good in terms of like standout teams. I think you might see a Clapham Rovers Premier Division uh, title win in that fashion mm-hmm. where you get your games played, you get your business done and you are the most consistent team. You're not necessarily the best team. Mm-hmm. I do believe if you do finish top, you've got the most points. Generally, the league table doesn't lie. Yeah. But on paper, I think the best team with the best players might not necessarily win the league. So I think that's a very good point. And the Constitution writers, in particular on this division, are going to give the predictors, I think, an absolute nightmare every week because this is um, this is crazy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, league, the League Two is going to be one to avoid for the for the predictors uh, in during the next season. But because the games are so competitive, it is a high chance that the teams will be making it because they're the hardest games to pick. So yeah, a uh, good call on that one. A very good competitive division. From top to bottom, we can see that being um, really split into threes. So interesting to see how that one pans out. Thank you. League three. Uh, I wonder who the gatekeeper team is in League three that you're going to mention. <laughs> I think they already know. So get, I think get I it. already know and all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, promoted were AFC Mortlake. They go into League three. Uh, new team, Atletico Madrid. First team, evidently a bit tasty so um we'll speak about them in a minute i don't know anything about them but uh graham and francis said they were a bit good uh ball and mariners are back well done chaps uh gatekeepers clapham chiefs they, they... <laughs> do you know what we ought to have a silk bingo card before the podcast yeah. is recording you just take that one off and yeah. the first one to email silkpod at gmail.com with the word bingo wins a woolly hat you say you should have done that shouldn't you <laughs> uh, it, it cost me money to buy them hats so I, i'm good we're gonna have to make them a little bit more special than that i'm still waiting for mine Yours will be there. I'm bringing it with me next Sunday. Oh, let's hope it rains. <laughs> let's hope it snows. They're pretty warm hats, actually. <laughs> uh, Dara FC uh, are back. Their first team are back. Mundial B. Big jump 
for them. They won League Seven last season. Uh, so they've jumped up three, uh, one, two, three, four divisions from a natural one plate, one division promotion. Big step up for them, taking up places left by departed teams. Um, Mundial B, uh, not out of place in League Three or in, in League Five, where they were originally. Ryan Howard, President's Cup winners as well. You have to throw that in, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a very good division. Painters Community uh, are in League Three. Park Life B stay where they are. Thames. Uh, Thames River Plate, uh, new team come into League Three. Welcome, chaps, uh, and Top Deck uh, promoted into League Three um, as well. Um, without knowing too much about Atletico Madrid, Graham, uh, for me this is a this is a one this is a one team division. Maybe the first one where I think I could hang my hat uh, on Mundial B winning this one. Yeah. Immediately can see where you've gone with that. So Atletico and Thames River Plate both, again, joining us from Leatherhead. This is a bit of a uh, running theme um, with teams uh, moving across from uh, Leatherhead to Southern Sunday. They're all very, very welcome. So um, Atletico finished seventh in Division 2 in Leatherhead last year. So feels quite a nice division. So I think they're going to be really competitive. And Thames River Plate really struggled in their division. They played in the championship at Leatherhead last year, but they finished seven points adrift at the bottom of the table, really did struggle. And by all accounts, you know, they're not very old as a club, you know, had a bit of success when they first came into Leatherhead and then got propelled far too quickly up the division. So it's caused them to have a real struggle of a season. So I, I think both of those teams have got a great opportunity to kind of go again and to reset. And I think they'll both bring something to the, um, to the Southern Sunday party. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, I can see where you're going. Mondial, momentum, cup win, goals scored. I mean, they're just um, flawless, aren't they? What a talented, what a good side they are. So, yeah, I can see why you've gone for that. I think Atletico will be up there in the conversation. I think Dara, I'm definitely throwing up in the conversation. I know I talk about Dara a lot. I think it's got to be their year. I mean, it's got to be. Uh, Great cup win. Obviously, last year against top, uh, top Deck in the Donovan Thomas Cup final, great performance. You know, really finished the season strongly mm-hmm. after you know Adversity. real heartache, Andrew. And mm. you know, let's just um, you know take a moment to just to pause. You know, for Jamie Lee as well. Um, you know, very very sad news. Uh, obviously, uh, last year that, that that he passed away, but mm. you know his memory lives on in the club, and they'll want to go again for him. I'm absolutely sure about that. So, I'm chucking Dar in the conversation. I'm chucking Mondial in the conversation. I'm chucking um, Atletico in the conversation. I think my dark horses are going to be Painters Community. Yep, I was going to say them. Uh, that freeway sort of run in with them. Uh, Mortlake and Top Deck. That keeps that very, very interesting in League 3 uh, with the addition of Mundial B as well. That gives them good uh, competition. Uh, and the two uh, new boys, uh, unknown quantities, Dara as well, um, and Clapham Chiefs. I mean, let's not forget, they're, they're a good side on their day. We give them this, this tag. I do think they will be very much gatekeeper again. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, looking at they've got the teams. tag because there's a reason they've got the tag. You know, I, mean, well, I, I do feel sorry for them. I do. I can see them finishing uh, between third and fifth, and you know, 
that's textbook. I think they're unlucky again with the teams that have come up. It's a bit like yeah. some of the other divisions we were talking about. You know, they must feel for one season, can we just have a little bit of consolidation where it's mm. kind of the two teams from the next division that gets promoted mm. rather than kind of anybody else being thrown in the conversation. And when we're chucking all of these other teams in and two new teams that are not new teams, you know, they've got pedigree in other leagues. We are making it more difficult for them. But I've got news, folks, you know, right across all of the divisions, the days of all these gimme fixtures and, you know, poor divisions where, you know, you're going to get half a dozen games to a dozen games a season that are going to be freebies. It's not like that anymore. Every year it's getting tougher and it's getting competitive. And We want more competitive leagues. You have we, to. You know, back to those days, days 13, 14 years ago when you're just scrambling to get divisions together and that team has to go there whether they win 10-0 every week and all that stuff how far the league has come from those days where you have stacked divisions and a stacked league 118 teams where everyone appears to me to be in, in the right division this year um this is where you want it and and that's why you have divisions and you know Clapham Chiefs may think fucking hell give us a break but you know no disrespect to, to League Four, but you look at the teams coming from League Four. If if Clapham Chiefs were um, staying around in League Three next year, it don't year, get any easier, does it? It doesn't get any easier, but it's not quite at, at the same level um, as where it is now. So what I'm saying is, well, it depends if any teams go up to two, Andrew. Of course, because yeah. you know we might get a we might get a shock, we might get a surprise. Who knows? We might, but uh, Clapham Chiefs seem to be a stable club. They seem to be. Uh, they seem to have a good bit of staying power. Let's not make it all about Clapham Chiefs, but I do think that they will finish fourth or fifth and just be outside um, of those sort of traditional promotion places where top three sort of come into it. Um, just to shout out as well to Top Deck, they've already got their season underway with a good solid win on the opening day. They play Ballon Mariners and won 5-3. So Top Deck already have taken to the division like a duck to water and they've got their first three points and they've got that under their belt. So good start from them. Yeah, well done, lads. First win under the belt is important. Uh, Francis did back uh, Alfletico Madrid uh, to win this uh, in this League Three. I can and... see where he's gone with that. I can. Yeah, you know, I they've can. got pedigree. Yeah, I can. Um, there's a bit of talk about them, but you know, I can't not back uh, Mundial B if they've got the firepower that they had last year. I uh, don't forget conceded very few goals as well uh, from back to front. Uh, Mundial B were excellent last year. Um, if they're the same team that they were, um, I, I, I can't see uh, them struggling in League Three whatsoever. It's a big jump, but I think they'll be fine. Um, strugglers next season in uh, League Three. Ballon Mariners, Park Ballon, Life, yeah. Mortlake, possibly. I don't know about more. I don't know about more Lake. Well, um, more Lake. I have to let. I have to do a bit of a spoiler here. I have a bit of inside information. They did want to. They didn't want to go up. Okay. Um, which now was, you know, I, I couldn't. If they'd have asked me, and there would have been a vacancy in four, I probably would have. I probably would have kept down at their own request. In their own minds, I think they're they're not going to do as well as what other people think, including me, that they're going to do. But we'll just have to see how it pans out. But as far as I was concerned, they finished on the same points as top deck last year. But it was just the goal difference that stopped them from going up automatically. So it made sense if there was a vacancy, top deck were going up. I didn't really, in my opinion, at that at that time, have much choice other than to put them up with them. I think it wouldn't have made sense. I know how you rationale and and uh, work all this out, and I think that's fair. Uh, but Mortlake, all they have to do is to try 
uh, and uh, stick two fingers up at you, basically, in on the football pitch and try and get. No, well, they're not right. putting two fingers. No, up no, no. I, I don't mean. That, I've put just... my faith in them to do well in that division. Yeah. I want them to succeed because if they don't, it is going to be me looking like a bit of a prat. But that's just the nature of the beast. Okay. I can look like a prat and sound like a prat and act like a prat. And generally, if you look like something, you sound like something, then generally you are that something. So, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good division. But yeah, Park Life B and Ballon Mariners for me, um, likely to be strugglers. Into the JSF Plumbing and Heating League 4. Uh, and no new teams in this one. So all familiar uh, all familiar names, uh, so we should do a bit better at predicting this one. AFC Bluebirds go into League Four. Um, Poplar Rovers promoted as League Five champions last season. Uh, they go into League Four. Club Football Val take a voluntary uh, um, relegation. I think that was needed for them. They've they done a, the exact right thing. They're very sensible. They had a tough season. Junction League seconds always tough to be. Always there or thereabouts. Uh, and they are in League 4. Q Antigua uh, stay where they are. Parthenope, Pofen- this was a short division last season, don't forget. So no no real relegations from League 4 because it got down to seven teams or something, or eight teams, didn't it, Graham? Yeah, League 4 finished with eight, yeah. Yeah, uh, so no relegations. So Parthenope live to uh, tell, uh, live, live another day in League 4. Uh, Ribblesdale Rovers uh, relegated um, from above. They take part in League 4. Uh, Southside United, um, go in League Four, Sporting Crabs in League Four, and Sporting Wep. Uh, we won't be promote. We won't be um, saying that Sporting Wep are going to win, but they certainly got the uh, the what's the word? They've Unpredictability. Yeah, they've got the, the capability to beat anybody. Yeah, they're they're completely. Uh, they've got the capability, but we we see too many of those seven six losses and five four wins the week after uh, for Sporting Wep, but. But Graham, a very, very good uh, division, this one. I guess the pressure is on Poplar Rovers a little bit coming from League 5. They dominated League 5 last season. Uh, They're a good side. The quality in this division uh, has gone slightly up from League 5. But Poplar Rovers being as dominant as they are, and with that, the goals that they've got in the side, um, they should be looking to win this year default. Well, what's very interesting is the division's underway with a couple of games played. Southside United started early. They've won two games. They've beaten Junction Elite and seconds, and they've beaten Poplar Rovers. Okay. So Southside United are sitting pretty by bank holiday weekend in August, sitting there with six points on the top. So I think we know that Southside United have got the capability. They've beaten Poplar Rovers, and they beat a very good side as well in Junction Elite. So all of a sudden, just by the two games played, I think we know that Southside United are obviously no mugs and are potentially going to be there or thereabouts. Yep. Um, where that leaves Poplar Rovers and where that leaves Junction Elite, I wouldn't read too much into it personally after just the one game played. But nonetheless, I'd rather be in Southside's position where I've got two games under my belt and I've got six points on the board. I think they must be sitting very, very pretty and they must be very happy. First game of the season, they um, played Junction Elite seconds. I think the goalkeeper went off for a, a, a dog so handling the ball outside the area after about 25 minutes. And they played the remainder of the game with 10 men and won the game one uh, nil. So, you know, they've shown mm. that little bit of grit and determination yeah. about them. So I, I think you have to include Southside in that conversation. For sure, you have to include Poplar Rovers for what they've done for the last two seasons. You'd be a fool uh, not to include them. Yep. 
Club Football Vale, I think, have done very well for a club um, to make that decision um, to, to drop. Um, so again, I think that's up in the air. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Q Antigua, we just—they're one of them teams. We'd never know which Q Antigua. Yeah, they need some consistency, up. don't they? They're like Sporting Web. Those two teams are very, very similar. And if you imagine look, the games between them this year. Well, look where they finished in the table. I think it was 18 points and 16 points. There was almost identical playing records. So again, you just don't know what's going to turn up. Ribblesdale were cut a little bit adrift at the bottom of that League Three. Um, so again, I, I, they, they've got a bit of a losing mentality, but you know, nice set of lads. I'm glad that they're they're able to carry on and and they they've got a good squad. Sporting Crabs the same. You know, they didn't win a game in 18 in the league last season, but they'll take a bit of heart after that cup win um, against Magpie. I know Francis will kill me because he'll hate me keep mentioning it, but. I reckon Sporting Crabs must still be talking about it because that was one of the results, not just in that competition, but for the whole season last yeah, year. Out yeah, yeah. All of the divisions. It was an unbelievable result. Let's let's not let's not um, you know beat around the bush. And then of course you know you've got the likes of Bluebirds, who I think probably they surprised most people last mm. year. I don't think anyone had Bluebirds at any. Yeah, point. well under the radar last season. And and just kept about their business. Just got on with it. They've clearly got a solid set of lads there. Um, 10 wins, six draws, only two losses, you know, points per game, two. What do we always say on the podcast? Two points a game, it's promotion. Mm. We always say that. Yeah, so, you know, they, they, they bought home the bacon, didn't they? They delivered the goods. So I think Southside are in the conversation for what they've already done. Poplar Rovers, I think you'd be a fool not to include them. Um, I probably would say, uh, even though they lost that first game, Junction Elite Seconds, I, I wouldn't read too much into into one game. I, I do think, you know, Bluebirds might be up there again. And, and I think we might see a bit more out of Sporting Web this time around. So um, that's probably where I would go. I do see Parthenope struggling again. I do see Ribblesdale and Crab struggling. Um, don't really know what to make of um, Parthenope. I, I, they're very, very difficult to predict. Mm. So might be might be going back to another season of draw specialists, perhaps. Maybe. They'll probably prefer that to last season. Looking at... Um... The picks from uh, Francis and I, uh, you can tell that Francis did a bit of research. He's gone for Southside United. Uh, ah. I'd, I'd written down Poplar Rovers before we started this chat. Both so, make sense. Both make yeah. sense. Uh, I'm back in Poplar Rovers. They've always got goals in them. Uh, and as long as you've got goals, it doesn't matter too much at Sunday football how much you leak at the back. If you've got lots of goals going forward. You're going to win more games than, than you lose. And the other key word that's mentioned in the other pods, Andrew, because I have listened to them all, by the way, you know, just giving a shout out to uh, my fellow con uh, contributors and co-hosts. Um, momentum is the other word that came yeah. up a lot from the pop, pop pods this week. So, you know, you've got that momentum and you've got that confidence with it. Poplar mm. Rovers, we know, very confident side. Um, all know their jobs, very well drilled, good outfit. Yeah, I, I think you're not going to go far wrong if you're saying Southside for what they've already done and then you're going to chuck Poplar in that conversation as well. I, I can see that. That's just common sense. Good season ahead uh, in League Four. Let's get into League Five. That, that's only halfway. We're only halfway. Uh, we're an hour in. You did say two hours, didn't you? Back I did. in, everybody. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we're not done yet. League Five. And this is a short division. Just the nine, Just the nine teams. Uh, there is a vacancy, as I say, by this time next week, the vacancies in the league could be full, uh, the way the league is uh, attracting um, interest from teams from particular leagues around your 
area. So let's see the teams in League Five. And, and there are not many, and there are not many of them because we've seen them all off. Well, you've said no thank you to a lot of teams, haven't you? We have said no thank you to a few teams, yeah, including today, by the way. Not from the the Chump League in Central London. Oh, we've got one of their teams, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But um, far too good for that league, and we're delighted to have them on board. But we'll talk uh-huh. about that in a minute. Interesting. Right. In League Five, uh, Argentina stay in League Five. Sadly, uh, their rivalry with Popular Rovers um, is gone this season. Um, Argentina stay in League Five. That would be good for them. They didn't really uh, get out of um, first gear last season. They didn't get into full flow. Uh, despite a, a late rally, um, not quite the same Argentina uh, as we were used to the year before. Um so they'll stay in League Five. Clapham Wanderers stay in League Five. Uh, Dan Bieler departing the club um, to begin his refereeing career on Sundays. God uh, help us. <laughs> well, another another ref. Uh, and he's a good bloke as well. So it's good he to is. hear. He is. Um, I've been talking to him today. He's a good lad. Uh, Holloway Royals join the league. Welcome Holloway Royals. And Oldfield join as well. Uh, one of three new teams to join uh, League Five. Sheen Park Rangers promoted. Uh, after a brilliant season last year. County Cup winners uh, and runners-up in their division. Sheen Park make it into League 5. Sloan FC, they've been all over social media all summer. They're really putting themselves about, uh, and I've seen a lot of stuff from them. So well done, lads. It's good to see teams that make an effort, uh, especially on social media, in a positive way as well, Um, not just trying to cause havoc. They're from the Chump League, as you call it. Okay, well, welcome to a proper league, lads. You'll really enjoy yourself. (laughs) <laughs> no comment uh, Sport in London uh, St Matthew's Project Firsts and Westminster Wanderers Thirds make up the rest of the numbers um, in League 5 um, another another division that's really hard to call it won't be one of the new boys that I call out the, you know the three of them could be super teams uh, Sheen Park obviously going to be names uh, on on people's lips in terms of expectations. Uh, but Argentina will be upset at their performances last year and I can see them starting strongly as well. So let's welcome the new teams then. So we've got uh, first new team, Holloway Royals, a new club. Uh, a lot of their players been kicking around kind of university leagues. So, you know, fairly young young men and also a bit of experience around sort of Saturday step five to seven football. So, you know, they've been around a bit uh, on the sort of football circuit they're not going to be any mugs uh, old fields played in a in a league kind of out in our area not one that i've heard of i have to say not sure it's really fa recognized but nonetheless um barnum sports trust league uh, they were kicking about in there a bit too easy so i think they wanted something more organized and more competitive so again they're not coming together completely as brand new so that's quite interesting and then we've got sloan who are coming from um uh, the Chump League, but to give them their proper name, the Central London Sunday League. Um, now, Sloan are no mugs. You know, they've been in the quarterfinal of the London Junior Cup in previous years. They finished fourth in that league uh, last year on 41 points. If you benchmark that against Kensington, a.k.a. Hammersmith, who won that division on 57 points. So, you know, 41 points to 57, bearing in mind we know how good they are. Mm. Um, these boys are no mugs. They're no mugs and probably... If there would have been a vacancy, I think they would have gone in higher, Andrew, to be honest. Okay. Originally, they went in at seven, but we had the resignation of Merton Athletic and we asked for ex- expressions of interest. 
And bearing in mind, we knew what they'd already done in that other league and they weren't essentially a new club. They felt a good fit to go in five. So I think they're going to have a very, very good season. Probably, um, you know, I'm expecting them to be up there or thereabouts. Argentina, there's no World Cup this year, so they're not going to be taking any weeks off and losing any points. Or travelling to America to see Messi. Well, quite. Um, They're always up to something, those boys. You have to keep an eye on them. So, again, I I think they're going to be up there or thereabouts. And I think you have to look at Sheen Park Rangers again. Momentum last year did really well in the league, won the County Cup, um, finished, obviously, runners-up in the the Cup to, to, obviously, an excellent Mondial side. So, I'm saying Sloan, Sheen Park Rangers and Argentina to be up there. Clapton Wanderers, what are they going to do? They're not entering all of these cups this time. In the end, they finished a respectable fifth, mm. but that could have clearly gone a very, very different way. Losing so, someone like Beeler is going to be a little bit of a, a destabling No, but they've, got, but they've got Gift there who's been there with Dan for a, quite a long time. So they've got somebody that is kind of known that still knows the club inside and out. So I don't think yeah. they're losing anything from that perspective. I just think they're losing a nice guy and a big personality and someone that worked really, really hard for the club and that knew them inside out. I think that will affect the, maybe some of the off-the-field stuff. I think the on-the-field stuff, I know Dan played in in goal and obviously they'll be looking for a goalkeeper. Um, I'm not sure on the field that it'll make that much difference. I think it's more on the off the field because, you know, Dan runs a tight ship, to be fair to him. Um, so I, I don't know what they're going to do. Old fields and Holloway, as I said, you know, previous playing experience, but we don't really know the standard or the level. I think you've got to look at, oh, who are we looking at? St. Matthews, I mean, they were just the entertainers last year. You just didn't Mm. know which St. Matthews were going to turn up. The amount of goals that they conceded was pretty ridiculous. And Sporting London, in the end, only slightly survived. So I think we might have possibly um, Sporting London and St. Matthews perhaps down there. Right, so picks by Francis, his uh, team to win were Sheen Park. He's back to Sheen Park. So I'm torn, really, after your um, tall... I told you you're going to basically go on the back of my coattails. No, I mean, so you it's know... Argentina, it's Argentina or Sloan that were going to be the pick for me. And I... you want? Do you want to just split it so you've got the difference? So I'm going to go Sloan. But don't don't blame me then when it doesn't happen. Oh, I get to twist anyway, don't okay. I? Okay. In... But I'm going to. Back and then Sloan. you'll blame me for twisting. So I, I know what's coming. <laughs> but you know, Argentina, are, you know, not quite. It, their first few games will really tell how their season's going to go. But I'm going to back Sloan because... They've it, got to hit the ground running. I'm with yeah. you with Argentina. It was such a slow start last year. There was losses and too many draws. They've got to go at this like an express train and they've got to send a marker to the rest of the division. We're a good side. We were there or thereabouts last season. We won the league the league uh, the, the, the year before. We're going to go for it. I mean, it's down to them. They either do it or they don't do it. Yeah. It's, it's in their hands now. I fully expect Sheen Park Rangers to be there or thereabouts. But I know, I'm not saying they're an old side, but they're older... They're certainly older heads. Um, and if they're playing, you know, university sides like Holloway Royals, as you said, um, that's young legs against. Do you um, like this insight I'm giving of all these new teams as I well, do. by the way? You I like do. this, don't you? Yeah, it's very good. Um, but I'm going to back Sloan. That's the first new team that I've backed. And that's Bearing just basically in mind, you said at the start analysis. you weren't going to back any of the new teams. No, well, there, you have, go. You've, have, there you go. Yeah. Naz, no no pressure on your boys. No pressure. And it had nothing to do with me, by the way. Well, I'm just impressed with the whole presentation so far on social media. And if they they weren't that far off of what 
that impressive team, um, AFC Hammersmith or Kensington Town, whatever they're called in Champions League, um, we can uh, we can we can take a, a safe bet that they're a decent side. But yeah, Argentina, Sheen Park Rangers, and Sloan. they're good mates with Exonians as well, who used to play in that league. So you you know if you've got a recommendation from Exonians, you know you're not going to go far wrong as either are you. Let's be fair. Maybe the, if they're going to put in a match report, it can be a bit shorter than. Uh, than Exonians because it, we could be talking six-hour podcasts next season. Hint, hint, Exonians. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, give us a condensed version. We love reading it, but give us a little condensed, a condensed version next season, Exonians. We'll get on to them. Complaints, Exonians, to silkpodgmail.com. <laughs> uh, into League Six. Thank you uh, <laughs> to League Five boys. In League Six, uh, two new teams into this one. AFC Putney eleven. Uh, stay in the uh, Southern Sunday. Uh, Athletic, Atletico Madrid reserve. So not only uh, do Atletico Madrid bring a first team and the reserves, that's brilliant yep. news. We love to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clapham Common, Hillside Elite. We could have elite derbies in the Cups this season with a different elite to Junction for a change. Uh, Junction Elite thirds will play uh, the Hillside Elite boys. So that's a good derby of sorts next season. LMT, unpredictable LMT. Uh, on their day, decent. Uh, they'll be hoping to be a little bit better than they were last year. London Northcote relegated into League Six. Uh, Mitchum Strollers, I think it's fair for them to go down. Mitchum Strollers knew last season they really did struggle at times. Uh, Ram were much improved last season. They'll be hoping to go one better and gain promotion this year. Uh, and Rygate Robots, in a similar fashion to Mitchum Strollers, um, they did struggle last year. So, Graham, this will be a good division for those few teams. There's, this is another competitive one. Yeah, Ram probably a bit unlucky. Um, I know they were five points away, but probably they were the best of the rest. A bit unlucky maybe not to go to five, but um, yeah. uh, it, it, it is what it is, as they say. Um, yeah, tough, tough outfit. Um, so Hillside Elite are a new team. Atletico Madrid reserves, they come from a Sunday league out in um, Middlesex. Um, so it's really hard to gauge kind of that division essentially against kind of the Southern Sunday, bearing in mind it's kind of out of county, um, as is Leatherhead, but we're a little bit more kind of aligned to them than to that Middlesex League. So it'd be interesting to see what they do. I think they might have won their division in that in that league or certainly um, finished in the top couple last year. So again, I think they're going to be a good side. Hillside Delete, obviously new team altogether. We don't know what they're going to, we don't know what they're going to do. Um I think Ram definitely going to be up there. I think, you know, the off the field presentation was much better. The on the field presentation was much better from them last year. Mm. Definitely a club on the up moving in the right direction. So I think they'll go again and have the determination that they want to kind of replicate um, and add to what they did last year. So definitely can see them doing quite well. Um, LMT of about one of the most intriguing teams, I think, that we've got in all of the divisions because I just never know where to pitch them or what it is that they're going to do. One week they'll have an outstanding result and then the next week they'll chuck in a sloppy performance. And I think, mm. well, I didn't really see that coming. Um, what did they do last year? Finished fourth, but 14 points off of second place. Yeah. Um, looks a tall order to make up that gap, but who knows? Putney 11, again, very inconsistent last year. What did they do? Junction Elite Thirds sat in the middle of that table. I think this division is almost like League, um, what did we say, the tough one, League Two. I think they're very, very similar Mm. to look for a standout, standout team. I am probably going to say Ram for what they did last year. And I am probably going to say 
Atletico Madrid reserves because, you know, they've got a bit of a, a winning habit and willing feeling at the moment. And actually, I think they're going to hit the ground running and it's, you know, new opportunity, new league. I think they'll be buzzing for that. London North Coat and Mitchum Strollers. Now, they both finished last year on exactly the same number of points, 13. And I think they beat each other in the league game. So there's nothing to choose between those those type sides. Don't know what they've done in terms of recruitment, but um, they won't want double relegations on their no. watch. Um, so they'll be looking at the likes, I guess, of Clapham Common potentially and Rygate Robots maybe to be the, the basement boys. But that's no disrespect to Clapham Common or Rygate. Um, you know, they both did struggle um, last year. Um, so, you know, it depends on, on recruitment. So I, I guess in summary, Andrew, Atletico, I'm expecting to be up there. I'm expecting Ram definitely to be up there. Probably LMT maybe is the surprise package and possibly Clapham Common and uh, Rygate Robots to be um, in and around the relegation spots. Okay, well, uh, Francis back in Ram and I, 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 I'm i going to go with Ram as well because I think that's just a natural progression for them to be, they were the best of the rest last season and I think that's a good step up with them. The likes of uh, UBL CFC are gone. Um, yep. The likes of Sheen Park Rangers and... Uh, were they in with Sheen Park Rangers? No, South City they were in with last season. I, I just think they? Ram were unfortunate. Had they not finished five points off of third, if it had been maybe one point or two points, yeah. I think, yeah, they would have had a shout. They non-fulfilled a fixture as well towards the end of last season. That didn't um, get them particularly in my good books. And almost, I don't think you can reward bad behaviour. or give. I don't think people deserve the benefit of the doubt necessarily on that. No. So I think, you know, the right thing for them to do would be just to learn the lessons of last season, build on the great work that actually we we dug them out on many occasions for what they were doing on social media and what they were doing on the pitch in terms of the results. We gave them a lot of praise. They've just got to bottle that, get the determination there, get the players there, and they've just got to go again. And, and just, they don't need an awful lot. It's just a slight improvement. And I think they'll have enough. Let's not forget South City made to work by a very few teams last year. Uh, and Junction Elite Thirds were one of those teams as well. Agreed. So they could be... Uh, they well, they took a, a point, didn't they, off of South City towards the end of the season? I think they were the only team to take a point off them. So, yeah. um, again, they're no mugs. But with a big club like Junction Elite, there's always going to be that high turnover of players. So I'm not sure what they're going to be running with um, in terms of the same squads, in terms of the same teams for next season. So it'll be interesting to see how that one pans out, Andrew. But we're RAM across the board uh, for League Six. Bit of pressure, maybe. On there, maybe that's what they need. Uh, just a little kick up the bum uh, to get some adrenaline. Going I think what's been interesting season. so far is bearing in mind, you know, we haven't had a conversation prior to this. It does seem to be quite in alignment. Yeah, because we do. We, I mean, I haven't done my homework particularly for this. Um, you've got me on this podcast. This yeah. is the great thing. You say you've got the oracle. You're spoiled. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I think we all have our. Well, we've got a similar opinion on what we like in teams and what we think equates to. Um, a good team. And and I think that's why we come to the same conclusions uh, so often. Into League 7, a nine-team league, a nine team league uh, Barnstormers are in. Egg Fried Roos are in. Uh, Deportivo Local Runia are in. Uh, Olympic Mayonnaise in. Southwest Excellent. Athletic, uh, New Boys, Southwest Foxes. Welcome uh, to the Foxes. You'll be playing, potentially playing Barking Mad and Battersea Dogs at some stage. This season, so more derbies on our on our uh, hands. You made a dog's breakfast to that joke. <laughs> I did, didn't I? Uh, Syndicate are Oof. in. Uh, Vauxhall Virgins um, in Champions last season. Vauxhall Virgins uh, and Westminster Fourths 
dropping down into League 7. Um, very glad to see this um, rivalry. Uh, friendly rivalry, I think, between Deportivo and uh, Vauxhall Virgins. Um, is there much to look past beyond those two for League 7? I'm going to go no. So, firstly, let's welcome South West Foxes from the Met Sunday League. They finished ninth in Division Division 1 last year. Um, obviously, there are four divisions in, uh, in the Met, and they were new in that league last year. They wanted to join Southern Sunday, but by the time they wanted to join, essentially, it, it was too late and the books were closed and the, the season started. So, um, they had to go to the Met League, um, but obviously, after one year, um, they realised realize that... Um, you know, we were offering something uh, quite unique on this side. So one of the first applications, essentially, that we received. So they couldn't wait to come in. So welcome to them. Um, did struggle. So I think it's um, it's better, you know, that they kind of come in more at this level rather than taking that space in Div 1 over there where they've struggled. I think 13 points, you know, is not a great return. So I think they can forget what they did last season, Andrew. It's a complete... Um, starting from scratch in a, mm-hmm. in a much more competitive, I think, division for them. Um, in terms of who I think is going to be up there, you know, we, we talked about men, momentum, didn't we, a couple of the divisions ago. Uh, you can't look with what they've done uh, last season, Vauxhall or Deportivo. I think that's going to be one and two again. I have to be honest. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be one and two again. And it could quite easily swap. Deportivo could uh, make up that six points. I think they're more than capable of doing it. Again, the games between the two of them, I think, will be quite... Um, fascinating I have to say my kind of dark horses because I just thought that they did really really well last year egg fried roos I thought had an excellent season excellent season yeah <sighs> I just I didn't realize I'd done that I didn't do that on purpose but well they started off and then we well, we thought oh god no poor old they're gonna stop they're gonna get thrashed every week but and, they didn't yeah. they were brilliant they were mid-table, weren't they, in the end? Yeah, really, really good in the end. So um, they're going to be my sort of outside pick to see what they do. Southwest Athletic, I think, um, again, there's a bit of a mixed bag with them. They did really well the year before last, but not so well last year. Mm. I do think the team that is going to put pressure on Deportivo and Vauxhall, I do think, is Syndicate. I do think they're going to be the um, the other team that's going to kind of, kind of be up there. With Westminster... That didn't really work for them in terms of a transition fourth team last year. We didn't know. Obviously, they got rid of their under-23s, if you remember, from two years ago, turned it into a fourth team. We didn't know how it was going to pan out. Obviously, it didn't go well. Um, I know that they've had a real heavy push. They've done it on social media. You've probably seen it. Getting a lot of lads up to sort of Battersea Park, up to the Astro. They've been playing three and four games competitively, kind of in friendlies every Sunday to try and get those players through the door. I'm not sure where they are in terms of that recruitment, but at the moment I can see it being another difficult season for Westminster. So I think Andrew, I'm saying Deportivo. What a brilliant club though, Westminster. What what they do, churning a bit like Junction Elite, churning four teams out every week is an unbelievable feat. And uh, they're giving so much football opportunity to people. It it can only be applauded. Mm. Anyone that's got a different view, quite frankly, um, should be quiet because they don't know what they're talking about. Um, so Deportivo, Vauxhall up there, Syndicate very much up there. I think down there, I think you're possibly looking at um, Barnstormers, maybe Westminster Wanderers, Fourths. Mayo. Um, Mayo were a funny team. Again, you know, they dice with death towards the end and seem to get themselves over the line. I'm not quite sure uh, whether they'll want to go through that again. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see what they do. Um, interesting. I, again, fascinating, fascinating division. Good division. Uh, France is back in Vauxhall Virgins. I would go head-to-head with him in back 
Deportivo, but I think the Virgins were a lot better than than Carew, than Deportivo last season. I mean, the uh, goal difference I think was like thirty-two difference. I yeah. think um, they were lethal with the ball in the back of the net. The Virgins yeah, last year, that, lethal. That, that means sadly, I'm going to agree with Francis again uh, and back Vauxhall Virgins. We've obviously got the opportunity later on in the season to tw- to twist, but um, I, I don't I don't feel confident enough in Deportivo as a winner. They'll certainly be there. I can see them being in League Six or above in 24-25 uh, when we get there um, this time next year. Um, but Oh, my God. That seems like an awful long way away. <laughs> it does, but... Um, it'll, yeah, also just... mean, it'll also mean that I hit a significant birthday milestone, so don't wish the time away, please. No, it's not that big a deal once you're there, Graham. Well, you know, I don't want, I don't, this is one thing I don't want to join you in really, but I know that it's going to come eventually. <laughs> I don't mind sharing anything else with you, but not that at the moment. I'm just not ready for it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to back Vauxhall Virgins. So that's both of us back in Vauxhall Virgins. I, I, I think I agree um, that uh, I think I would say that Olympic mayonnaise could struggle. Westminster Force could potentially struggle um, as well. Uh, and the chasing pack. I mean, it could be it. It, it, um, it could be anybody uh, in there. Just momentum and, and consistency, as we say every week. Um, but yeah, Vauxhall Virgins. There's a bit of pressure for you into League Eight. And I take a deep breath before we start going into this one because I actually think that looking through all of the all of the divisions, I'm looking at the teams in here and just thinking where the good luck is. All I say to you, heck, do good we luck. start? With this one, I, 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 it's an easy pick for me because they'll be wearing the Selk logo on their sleeve this season uh, in League Eight. Um, so my pick is is loyalty and loyalty alone. Um, but reading through the teams, an eight a ten team division in League Eight, uh, AFC Old Town, uh, Ballam and Clapham Albion, Bruce Battersea champions uh, of League Nine last season, hung on in a very very um, tough division. The best seat, the best real. Uh, division to talk about last season uh, on the whole. Broomwood, League 10, Silkgrass Roots, League 10 champions last season, no no less. Uh, they've dropped the youth bit now. They're just Broomwood. Interesting. Well, they still are youth. They still are youth, but sort of not. I mean, they've got a year older, so, you know, they probably want to shrug it off, but yeah. Dara reserves always a potential uh, of being good. Uh, East Putney on their day are a good side. Exonians run um, Broomwood all the way last year. Uh, SW Lions, late rally for them. Not quite enough, but they've got promoted nonetheless. A good side. St. Matthew's Project B, much like their um, senior senior uh, teammates, um, always score goals. Uh, Avenesia Dons, that late run, probably starting a game or two too late for them, really. But they could themselves have nicked the title as well if they'd have done uh, six, seven, eight points more. They would have. It was less than that. It was goal it, difference. Though? It was goal difference. It was goal difference, weren't it? Goal difference. Both finished on 41 points. It was 29 on the goal difference for the Dons, for Battersea, and 24 for the Dons. So five goals. So five goals, the difference. I mean, that's how good Venezia Dons were last season. We said for so long that they were a cup team, uh, but then they pulled it out of the bag. A magnificent run of form for them and SW Lions, really. Um, We were looking for one team, weren't we, to come from the pack. But in the end, it was two teams that came from the pack. But uh, Mm. SW Lions just couldn't squeak. I mean, they they finished third. They were only on 39. The other two teams who who, uh, were first and second were on 41. One more game and they would have been in the top two. 
Who was the other team in that? Old Ruts were there, of course, Old Ruts. and blew it. And they've gone there, haven't they? No, 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 oh, no. no Old they're Ruts back. is very much still with us. Um, it's Brick Sustain. Um, and that'll it. be the only time I mention that name. <laughs> but League Eight. So, I mean, to, I mean, God. It's an unbelievable division. You could have a scenario here quite easily, in my opinion, where you could go to the last game or two games and you could have easily four or five teams in the mix. Anyone that thinks that anyone is going to walk this division and, you know, you're going to have maybe one or two losses next to your name. I can see this being four or five losses and a team winning the league. I genuinely, genuinely can. Look at the teams that have come up. Chuck AFC Old Town, who finished really well last year. Ballam and Clapham Albion, who we know were a really good side. You've mentioned Darren Reserves, who can beat anybody, anybody on their day. East Putney flirted with us last year at one point, And I was like, go on, lads, you know, take this a bit seriously. Kick on and you can do something. And then too many nights out, I think, on Saturday night, I think, um, let me down. <laughs> and St. Matthew's Project B, you know, a ridiculous amount of goals scored, a ridiculous amount of goals conceded. You know, you might as well just get your dartboard, throw it at the dart, and kind of wherever it lands, it lands. Yeah. And then you add these six unbelievable teams in, and the, the goals that all of these teams score, the firepower, the amount of goals that they are going to bring to this division is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. I honestly, I think you could make a case, no disrespect to East Putney, Dara Reserves, or St. Matthew's Project B, I think I would rule them three out. I probably would rule Ballam and Clapham Albion out. I'd say it's between the five that have been promoted, plus it depends what Old Town are going to do. And they brought in some players towards the end of last year. They wanted to bed in prior to this season. So actually they might be the ones also joining kind of the other five with that little bit of momentum. So I'm expecting them to do reasonably well. We know that they like a cup run. Maybe if they got knocked out of the cups maybe early and they don't come up with some of these cup sets. First use of the word cup sets oh, today. Damn, That's tick that off on your bingo card. Um, <laughs> if they get knocked out of the cup competitions maybe a bit earlier, maybe they will go on that run in the league. So, um, yeah, momentum uh, is everything, but they've all got momentum, Andrew. So how do you them. separate them? They all score goals. They're all used to winning. What do you do with that? It, it's crazy. It's going to be a season like League Nine last year, that's for sure. In, in League Eight, it's going to be no different. I've got an easy uh, get out of jail card in this one. You're going to go, Bruce you're going to go with, of course you are, because you went with them last year as well, and they're going to wear your your, your sponsor. You've got to go yeah. with this. I want to know where Francis is going to go because he hasn't got a clue about these teams. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> he's gone for Broomfield. Broomfield, who are they? A new team in the league, or is it Broomwood? Oh, he's gone. For, uh, did he write Broom? Hang on, let me have a look. On what the did he write? Message. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. He, I might, it might be a... Oh, he wrote oh, Broom, drop him in he, it. He wrote Broomwood. He wrote okay, Broomwood. I was going to say, if he did make a mistake, drop him in it. I apologise, Francis, <laughs> sorry, because I was going to have fun there. <laughs> sorry, mate. That's my fault. I shouldn't have done that live. That was That's made me look stupid, if anything. Uh, but he's backed uh, Broomwood uh, in this one, which, you know, you can't... I see can't where he's gone. If you look at the cup sets that they pulled out last year... They had some unbelievable results. Did they get to, is it the fourth round of the quarterfinals of the Marcus Lipton Cup? I can see where he's, that's actually not a silly prediction. Uh, it's not prediction. silly. I do well, worry I don't know about that. I, I do, I do think that this, the, the division that they're coming into is massively different to the one that they played in last year. Last Agreed. year, it was very much just Broomwood and uh, Exonians, whereas now the, the, the competition will be coming every week. There's a tough game. We, even East Putney on their day, you know, you've, we, we've sort of said we don't expect them to be challenging, but when they fancy it, they, they can get wins 
Uh, it's every game in this one is going to be tough for every team. So Broomwood getting backed, absolutely. Scored goals for fun last, last year. In the top did... five scorers, I mean, you've got Mondale and Sheen Park, 102.95. You've got Magpie, 98. Broomwood scored 80. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got the firepower there. They've got the pedigree. They've got the youngsters. They play on that 3G pitch, which is really big, which they love. I think there might be some teams that may struggle to adjust to that. So I think that's an advantage to them. Absolutely see where he's gone. Obviously, you're going to be biased and go with Borussia Battersea. Yeah, unashamedly. Um, they only just squeaked across the line last year. They only just got there. But you did back you did back your boys and um, they came good in the end for you. It only took you two years. <laughs> Less of that. I, I did quite well last year on the predictions. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll stick with Borussia Battersea, obviously. And I'll do that every single week. Uh, if they're in the games of the week predictions, I'll, I'll back them. But yeah, I mean, what a great division, as you say, Old Town, Bruce Battersea, Broomwood, uh, Exonians, SW Lions, and Venetia Dons. What a great, great division that is! And well, look forward to talking about that. Can we? Uh, can we? Any podcast. praise for the Constitution writer? Well, we've here? done it. I did it at the beginning. I praised everyone at the at every Constitution. Well, I don't think there's been um, a mistake made in in any of the in any of the, the divisions. Um, across all of the podcast leagues. Uh, but this again, I mean, we've got so many divisions here where it's so hard to predict. Uh, there's no standout out and out winners. I, I do think League Three, maybe Mundial B, are standout favourites for that one. But every other division um, is so hard. Uh, you can make a case for multiple teams, which shows what a good place, as I said earlier, uh, maybe not so fortunate when you started your tenure. Uh, with the league, but now you've got the league to this position where you're just look, looking at the waves of quality coming through. Oh, I'm gassed. I'm absolutely gassed. I think it's um, I think it's fantastic. I think it's um, yeah. The uh, league eight is the new league nine. <laughs> well, it, let's go to the old league nine and talk about league nine. Let's do that. Well, I love his segue. <laughs> uh, segue. If you got that on your bingo card, give that one yeah. a tick. Uh, ten league team. A uh, ten team league. Uh, League 9, ACT Arantes dropped down into League 9. Battersea Rise, new team, but they were formerly uh, a team called Renegades FC, who you may recognise. Lovely from... new badge, lovely redesign. I have to say, very impressed with them. Uh, Club International, the football, Clapham. Uh, promoted. Easy for you to say. Promoted. Easy for you to say. Yeah, they finished fourth in League 10 last year. Okay. Obviously, uh, to accommodate the new teams, we have to put yeah. teams up. Fair enough. Hayden's Park, new to the league. Welcome, boys. Graham, give us a bit about Hayden's Park. Hayden's Park, in from Leatherhead, in Division 4. Um, well, you say that. Massively, massively struggled in their division. I think they only got 11 points. I think they finished 8th out of 10, uh, 10 teams. Massively struggling for numbers. Um, really difficult with some games and, you know, sort of fulfilling fixtures and it, I, I think we've offered them a good lifeline and I think they'll be quite happy here really. So I think for them, I think they go in with no expectation. I think it's just, you know, find your feet, try and kind of regroup and kind of reboot as a club um, and then use that as a springboard. If they have a particularly good season, then, you know, obviously we've got the, the scope there to move them up however many divisions that we need to. But yeah, um, I, I just felt for them a little bit really, you know, in terms of a struggling um division last year and I just think this is this is a chance for them to reinvigorate and to be competitive again and maybe they'll get some confidence so um, yeah I, I wish them well and I, I welcome them and obviously all the new teams um, into the league Andrew yeah absolutely um, kudos to Lex seconds stay in league nine old ruts 
Uh, missed out last season. Uh, and you missed just, out Larkhall. Larkhall City um, before Old Ruts. I didn't really miss them out. I could have gone back and done that seamlessly, Graham. But you no, pointed it out. People, no, because people will know that L becomes before O in the alphabet. The listeners are not silly. Uh, old Suttonians uh, promoted from League 10. Uh, yeah, Titan but... Thames uh, stay in League 9. For me, maybe they'll be the talking point uh, for League 9 winners. Uh, and Wanderers promoted uh, from League 10. Wanderers uh, finished third last season, I think, in League 10. They yep. were behind. They were the team behind um, Bruce Bat. Uh, no, Exonians and correct. Broomwood. I was going to um, say, you've got to know your own division. I'm not going to correct you on that. <laughs> but yeah, Wanderers promoted, as I say, as Graham said, to make way for the new boys coming into League 10. So some familiar faces to Wanderers there. Um, but Graham, I think I'm going to go for Tyne and Thames straight off the bat in League 9. They they were best of the rest after behind that chasing pack of of brilliant, um, that, that top five, it was then Tyne and Thames, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was them and Kudos seconds. Um, yeah. Kudos seconds, I think, finished uh, from memory. I was obviously done my homework. I think finished a point ahead of Tyne and Thames. So, yeah, okay. I, I agree with you. Not a lot between not a lot between those two teams. So I think you've got to look at them as being part in a part of the, uh, the conversation. I guess I'm looking at old ruts. They, yeah, obviously I mean... were the, they were obviously the ones in the box seat at one point. And had they won their games, they would have won the division. Collapsed. Totally lost devoid. To old Freemans. Yeah, devoid of confidence for me at the end of last season. Maybe the summer came at the right time, and they can look at the, take the positives from last season that they were there. They were there until well, basically the end of April, and then well, it all went the shape of a pair for them, didn't it? Well, it, it did, and, and I'm kind of chucking the cup scenario into that as well. One nil at half time against Dynamo London in the um, Dylan Rigobert really cruising in the game. And you just got a complete role reversal at half time, and they collapsed really in the end. I, I, I've not seen a cup final for a long time where the switch was just so vast, essentially at half time. Um, I have to be fair to Dynamo London. You know, they thoroughly deserved to win the game in the end, but mm. there were a lot of deflated bodies in that old rut side at the end of that cup final last year. And, you know, it got it went wrong in the cup, it went wrong in the league. I don't think they're going to let that happen again. So if okay. I was if I was picking a team, I'd be pushing them right up there. I'd also be chucking in Kudos seconds and Tyne and Thames into the conversation. I thought that you might go along the Wanderers line again, bearing in mind you originally picked them before you twisted last mm. year. What's steering you away from that? Are you just not confident with kind of how it went for them last year? Or yeah, I, you I think I, there's better teams there now that have kind of gone ahead of them. Or what's your take on that? They were so, if I remember rightly, they were quite a way behind um, Broomwood and Exonians last 14, season. 14 points. Yeah. So, you know, the, the standard for them going up to League Nine is going to be the same or, or maybe. Uh, maybe a bit better with the with the depth of teams that they're going to be playing um, but I just don't think Wanderers they, no doubt could they could certainly be there or thereabouts for promotion um, they could be one to watch and, and the surprise package team um, but I just in terms of winning it I don't think so um, you know people probably listen to this and looking at Silent Thames and thinking the same thing but you know this one I think is one of those it's impossible to call um, no one's standing out to me. Old Ruts, Tyne and Thames, Wanderers, um, even Old Sartonians and, and um, Kudos Seconds, they could all be amongst it. Haydens playing in a higher division um, 
elsewhere. You know, we don't know the quality of the division, obviously, and they finished low in it, but maybe League Nine for them would be will be comfortable in the Southern Sunday. Who knows? We don't know Hayden's Park. Francis has backed Hayden's Park to win this division, so okay. he may know. He's looked at that and obviously thought, yeah, they were high in that division and then they're going to go low in another and automatically he's got two and two together and got five. So, yeah, yeah I yeah. can understand why he did that. Yeah. Um, what do you think Arantes are going to do? I, I think they'll be the erratic ACT Arantes that <laughs> we they see. They always are. The Arantes yeah, yeah. that we all love. Yeah. There's a, there's, they could be promotion candidates or they could be relegation fodder. Uh, that's, that's the life of the um, ACT Arantes uh, guys. I think... Uh, and I don't mean that to be disrespectful. They're just, I think they go out and they, that the 11 that goes out on the pitch each week probably changes from week to week. Yeah, and they enjoy it. And they enjoy it. And that's, that's what it's all about. But yeah, I'm back in time and Thames. Um, I, I, I fully expect uh, Wanderers, Old Ruts, kudos seconds to be amongst it. Uh, Club International, the football Clapham had a good year last year as well for their, for their records. So again, if they make some, uh, get some consistency, they could be amongst it as well. That you can make good a shout because they everybody. were only a point behind Wanderers in third. I think they're a good shout to yeah. kind of maybe put them as the team to watch, perhaps. Yeah, definitely. Um, strugglers. I mean, uh, Larkle City. They're uh, they're the strugglers for me. Yeah. I mean, he, he he was relegated, but obviously got a reprieve on the fact that we got new teams that are coming to the league. So he he got a reprieve. Look, just looking at some of the teams that they've played in pre-season I mean I think some of the fixtures have been a bit bonkers if I'm really honest um, mm. they've set themselves up against very high opposition and the results have not been kind to them so they're not coming into the season really with any confidence or great form on the back end of, of last season no. I can see another season of struggle for them unfortunately I think they need to get off to a good start um, the other team I think possibly to watch is going to be uh, Battersea Rise um, we know that Renegades you know their previous guys um, we you know were really competitive side last year um, and got some really good results at times and really upset some teams, um, especially against the top two. You know, they were really quite competitive in mm. those games. Mm. And I know that the top two teams, you know, Renegades were probably that team that, you know, that they didn't want to play. They were kind of fearing them as the most outside team. So, yeah, there are other ones to watch for me. But, to, yeah, well done to, to Wes and the lads down there for their rebrand. I mean, I've, I've been very impressed. Yeah, we like that. And that often gives teams a lift. Uh, just a freshen up and uh, a new badge on the kit just to sort of get the adrenaline going on a match day. And that's nice to see that. And yeah, well done to teams putting in the effort uh, and doing these types of things. Uh, so my my shout for this one was Tylen Thames uh, and Francis chose Hayden's Park. Sadly, we think Larkhall City may be um, the team to struggle. Uh, everyone else just, yeah, as Graham said earlier, get a dartboard and throw a dart and where it lands. Who knows? Uh, into the best division. The best division. Like, the best division. If you got that on your bingo card, give that one a tick. <laughs> Much like this podcast, we saved the best till last. Uh, Silk Grassroots League 10. Um, let's have a look through the teams. Littered with new teams. More new teams uh, in League 10. Uh, and teams relegated from above uh, than teams that played in this division last year. Just the two from last season, Dynamo London Cup winners, don't forget, and South London Pekin, they were improved. But the new boys uh, into League 10, Argentina put in a second team. They just called Argentina 2.0. Very Terminator vibes. Um, about, about <laughs> they them. hope not to be terminated by the end of the season, I'm sure. Uh, Brockwell Violets are a new team. Um, FC Porto of London 
Will they bring some Portuguese flair to the best division in the Southern Sunday? Uh, let's wait and see. Lenton, old boys join the league. Welcome, chaps. Pure Football FC also join. Some name to live up to, lads. Uh, and Southwest Spartans. Seen a bit of them on social media. Welcome to all the new teams. Graham, give, there's, there's a few new boys there to, to talk about. So give us a run through. We, I think we oh, can I guess love- Argentina. Well, I love the way that you um, that you, you know expect that I've done sort of some sort of preparation for this podcast. That I'm going to be able to tell you this information. I mean, you know. Well, I so, assume you've met these teams. Well, you know, it would be a bit um, it would be a bit remiss of me if I hadn't. But um, yeah, that was on some summer evening ago when it was you know peeing down with rain and about twenty degrees. But anyway, that's not for here. Um, Argentina, I think, is what it is on the tin. Um, I think obviously players that are maybe not going to get the opportunity at the slightly higher level, I think have got a great opportunity here. And I think um, I think they want to use the seconds, you know, as a potential kind of springboard for people that do show potential. So I, I think that's really encouraging what they want mm. to do. And I know that they've got, you know, they're very good on the social media and they've got a lot of interest and, you know, they picked up quite a few players. So, um, yeah, I think that was a really good move. Uh, Brockwell Violets, the players will be familiar to people in and around sort of leagues, sort of eight, nine and ten. Um, they're formerly essentially Rosendale Sports, who we lost both teams. And Brockwell Violets is the Phoenix Club, essentially out of um Oh, how many Rosendale. from the first team? Because that's very important. Uh, I, I was told at the time of interview about half a dozen, but Rosendale at that time hadn't, the first team hadn't folded. I suspect it might be more than that, but oh, so you know, there's our first. There's that, is that a shark? Is that a oh, shark? No, tag? I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them a shark name essentially because it came out of a lot of the lads who were playing in the reserve team. So that kind of that's the predominant um, you know way that the club was kind of formed essentially, if you like, rather than from the first team. So I think only time will tell on that one, but I think their intentions were certainly right. Um, Dynamo London, obviously, we know mm-hmm. um, cup winners last year. Uh, Dylan Rigobert, cup winners against Old Ruts in the final. Well done to them. Porto of London, um, very interesting. Um, probably people that know youth football know that they're an established youth club. Lots of boys and lots of girls teams in around London, which is good. The men's team, so the open age team that have joined us, played in the Kingston and District League, which is a Saturday league in the southwest London area um, last season. And they've made the transition from Saturday football, junior football to Sunday um, open age junior football. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, from their point of view, what the contrast is between sort of the Saturdays and mm-hmm. uh, the Sundays. So I think they'll be... Um, I think there'll be great additions. We've got Lenton Old Boys, who are a completely new team, but I've, some of the players have got a bit of pedigree. I'm not sure for playing for who, but uh, I know some of them have played in the North Kent Sunday. So, you know, that might interest some of our uh, listeners. Um, pure football. Yeah, you say they've got a big name to add up to. So, again, people, followers of youth football will know that they're really quite big in the London County Saturday Youth League. Um the men's team, though, is a is is the new part of what they're trying to do. So, you know, players have obviously reached a certain age, and then the next natural step for them yeah, the is open age football. And and if you look at sort of under 18s, under 19s, there just aren't the there aren't the leagues, there aren't the transitional leagues. So obviously they're coming in um, to a men's league, very similar to what Broomwood um, did last year, and we know what a success they had of it. And what I think is really exciting about that, Andrew, is you know. They have a particular focus on people similar to Junction Elite and St. Matthew's Project, you know, people from diverse backgrounds and underprivileged underprivileged 
kind of background and kind of household. So that's where their particular focus is and, and they do a lot of work in the community. So that can only be applauded along with our friends and colleagues at um, St. Matthew's Project and Junction Elite as well. So I, I think that's a I think that's a great addition and we love to work with teams like that. I think it's um, brilliant when they do stuff for the community. Yeah, they're, we're, then, in, we're instantly on board with teams like that, aren't we? 100%. I thought that you might be. And then... I think these are probably the biggest unknown quantity out of all of the new teams that we're bringing in, which is Southwest Spartans. Not to be confused with any other Spartans, not to be confused with the Spartans youth. Southwest Spartans, completely brand new team. I think they're going to be an unknown quantity. I think they've got a bit of, you know, they're really young lads. Um, you know, I think they're a bit naive with some things. I think they've got a lot to learn. Um but, you know, they're working with the right people, they're working with the right committee and they're in the right league where they're going to get that support. So um, as long as they're enthusiastic, they follow the rules, they're doing what we're asking them to do. Um, they've just got a free platform to just go out there every week and just go and express themselves. So mm. I, I don't really know what they're going to do, to be honest. So I, I think that's quite exciting in terms of your division. Again, you know, when you're looking at League 8 and you're looking at League 10, you've almost got some pedigree to work with in eight to make a prediction. I don't think really you've got that in league 10, to be honest. And Not probably I reckon that's out of all of the divisions, probably the hardest to call. I think so. Uh, on the back of, well, on the back of Francis's uh, prediction, uh, he's going with pure football. I'm guessing he was involved in the, in the, in the interview with them as, and has seen some of them he liked uh, pure football is Francis's uh, pick. And I, after the chat, I'm really torn between Argentina uh, and Brock, Brockwell Violets mm. and actually Dynamo London as well, because I think they showed some real grit uh, and um, determination at the end of the season, Dynamo London. Maybe they're looking at this and thinking, we can have a go here. There's lots of new teams. We had a good finish. We beat some higher placed teams in cup finals and they did finish their season um, quite well last year. But I'm really, really torn between Argentina Brockwell Violets. Just on the back of that, Rosendale. If it's the, if it's more of the seconds, then I don't expect Brockwell Violets to do to be pull to be pulling up any trees. But then again, if they have got five or six of the first team, then that's just enough quality that has played just high enough in the lower divisions. You know, strikers that can get you twenty goals a season, uh, a centre half that is decent. If the spine comes from the first team, then. You know, they're not going to be bad and they're going to be there or thereabouts. It's, it's tough to call. It's really tough to call. And I apologise to the likes of Porto, Lenton um, and Southwest Spartans because I don't, there's nothing there that's that, that to go by. But I, there, there's some there's some meat on the bones there from the fantastic analysis from, from Graham in, in League 10, really helping. Uh, to make I think things... you can also add Junction Elite Force into the conversation. So essentially, Junction Elite, or, or rather Larkor, have got Junction Elite Force to thank in terms of them staying up. Junction Elite Force, obviously, they've dropped a team this year. Uh, they were struggling a little bit for numbers. So, you know, they wanted to go down, did struggle last year. So I think that was I think that was fair enough. Uh, they got off to a good winning start. They played one league game. They played against Old Freemans, who also struggled and went down with them and beat them very comprehensively 5-0 in the first game. I think that gives a, a, a sign of intention of what Junction Elite Force want to do. And I think it might give you an indication about where old Freemans might be by the end of the season as well. Yeah, I mean, they could be propping up uh, League 10. They were going to be my shout for uh, the basement boys in um, in League 10. Uh, old Freemans, yeah, sorry, lads. Uh, but for winners, let's talk, let's, let's think about positives. Um 
Oh, it's tough. There's lots of new teams that are forming, you see, and I think it is going to take, and I think also you mentioned other podcasts earlier on this week, you know, maybe till about October time to kind of really get a good judge on this. But actually, yeah. I think in some of the divisions, I think where it's so competitive, I think you almost might have to wait a little bit longer than that until everyone's played each other once. I think you want to get the county cups out of the way, really, and then maybe we, for most of the teams and, and then have a look at league tables when they've got four or five well, teams six. in these divisions particularly in the junior cup you know no disrespect they're not going to be in the county cup they're not going to have a sustained run so i think if they are going to get knocked out um and you've got a focus on the league maybe going out in the first or second round probably is a, a potential blessing in disguise um and then they can focus on their um on their league form so um yeah no i'm kind of with you i think brockwell have got a bit of pedigree we know argentina are going to be no mugs and they're not going to bring anybody into the club that's not going to be any good uh, Dynamo London, if they've got half of that squad that they've got last year and they then kick on, I think they're up there with a great shout. Yeah. And then I think you can make arguments for Porto. You can make arguments for sort of pure football. South London Peak and I do think are going to struggle again, essentially with old Freemans. I think that's where I kind of see that. So I think this is one of the harder divisions to predict. But um, yeah, Argentina maybe for the name, Brockwell Violets and Dynamo London maybe because they've got a bit of pedigree for what yeah. they, that they did last year. I'm going to go Argentina. I'm going to go Argentina. I think you're right. Maybe it'll be the older heads from the first stepping down into League 10 where you know they've been there and done that over the last couple of years in the first team. or And, and a mixture of new teams, look, new players, should I say, looking to prove themselves, maybe fancy playing in the first team and they want to excel uh, in the second team. Uh, I'm going to back Argentina. Why not? Um, I didn't back them for League 5, so I can back them. Uh, for the best division in the Southern Sunday. Uh, as I said, uh, Francis back in pure football. Um, he's seen something that he likes. It Right, as well as the leagues. So um, just to wrap that up before yeah. you go on to the next bit, you're happy with that? I think so. Happy with the constitution, looking good. Very, Exciting very season, happy. very enthusiastic because I'm buzzing for it. I've got to be honest. I'm really excited for the Southern Sunday. Obviously our second full season now reporting uh, on the Southern Sunday and we've, We've managed to successfully integrate Graham into our podcast group group as well on, on WhatsApp. And anyone that knows me knows that that's a very interesting decision. <laughs> but um, it's very good and um, it's nice to see people in charge of football competitions getting something right. Uh, you know, uh, that's not a particular dig at anybody. So I know it's certainly not a particular dig at me. I, I I tend to get more things right than I do wrong. But uh, absolutely, if, if I do make a mistake, I'm quite happy to uh, be open and transparent about in it. In the London uh, in the London area, not everyone can say that, can they, Graham? In the in I the in the larger right. London area, I, I think I think you're right. I think it's not as um, it's not as open and transparent, and uh, there is not the acceptance of responsibility that there should be, and. Um, yeah, in, in certain areas in London, I think we're in a bit of trouble. I've got to in be the whole, honest. Mate, some, some would say that in the whole of London, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd want me to go on a rant, probably. No, but, I don't. Uh, not today. I, we can I'm save not, that. Today's a celebratory. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be, by the time the weekend has gone and we've had the bank holiday and we're all back to work on Tuesday, you'll hear me ranting again. It won't take long. <laughs> so, you know, you can get your bingo cards ready for that. So yeah. listeners from last year will know the type of things that I'll rant about. <laughs> it's probably about admin. It's probably about city friendlies. It's probably about pitches. I think the London Cup, uh, County Cup draws that you'll have to definitely chuck in there. Um, you know, communication, teams not confirming, 
you know, you know, referees being abused uh, or insulted. It's the usual get your bingo card, get it ready for Tuesday. When is it coming out? Wednesday? It'll be out Wednesday morning. So yeah, Wednesday or Tuesday morning, night. Tuesday, Tuesday night. We'll try and get it out Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Yeah. Okay, so print off your bingo cards Tuesday lunchtime. <laughs> get, let the ink dry on them and then um, get, get ready. Rodber's back. One more prediction then. Uh, we've done it with the other leagues. Uh, we're going pre- to predict, predict winners for the big cup. The uh, best cup. The best cup. The silk, yeah, the, absolutely. The Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup. The cup set. The cup of cup sets uh, for two seasons in a row now. Can the third season be uh, just as good? I suspect it can. Uh, knowing this cup, it, it will throw up um, multiple um, upsets or cup sets each round. Um, and I'm not sure how far we're going to analyse this, but I think um, we're just going to go with um, teams that we fancy. Um, and unsurprisingly, Francis has backed the boys' magpie recruitment to do um, to do a league <laughs> was one. He on the, was he on the rosé that night? <laughs> he done it today, actually. Oh, God, um, he must have been drinking during the day. That's even worse. <laughs> so league one and magpie and uh, Marcus Lipton Cup win for magpie this season. Who do I fancy? Oh, so, I mean, swag, swag the holders. Um, they're there to be shot down. The Southwest Rangers, uh, swag. Uh, God, I mean, pick, pick, take your pick. Sellers, St. Andrews, uh, South City got to the final last year. Magpie, uh, if they can get their, if they can shake off their cup, um, who do, then we'll see if they can do the business. I'm not really looking much further. Uh, than League One, I must. You've got to say, chuck Mondial in there for a possible shout. You've got to chuck poss- them in. Possibly, possibly, but I think when you look at Mondial B against the likes of St Andrews, against the likes of Celeste from the Championship above, I think you're backing. I think you're backing the um, the the top boys in each of those divisions. The top three divisions, I think Mondial B um, get a, get a tough game, but um, they played South City, didn't they, in the cup last season? Four one, they lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely for an outside chance, a, a lucky draw. Or, but they beat or Sporting Continental. But they beat Sporting Continental one yeah. 0 A favourable draw for Mundial B, and why not? Why not? Of course, but um, yeah, below maybe maybe Mundial B and below, uh, not so much this year. But it is the cup of cup sets. Who am I going to go for? Swag to to retain. They love it. I mean, they're very good, aren't they? They're very good cup side. Um... Yeah, I, I think they were determined to win that Lipton on two fronts, really. Number one, obviously, they were runners-up to Southwest Rangers in the league, and, you know, that was their chance of silverware. And the second point is, it probably wouldn't have been a cup set had South City beat them, but they would have perceived it to have been a cup set. That would have hurt yeah. them to lose yeah. to a League Six team after finishing runners-up in the Premier Division. There was a... There was a determination that night that they weren't going to lose, didn't lose their heads, you know, kept their call, went 1-0 down in the game. Just experience, just, I mean, it it just oozes through them, um, Andrew. And in the end, you know, decisions in the game, you know, it was a a comfortable finish, but they, they certainly didn't have it all their own way. And actually, you know, they didn't have an easy draw all the way through the competition either. And uh, I don't think anybody could say that they weren't worthy winners. So, if I was going to put a bet on and, and say, who do I expect to at least make the final out of the two teams available or the two places available, I, I'd throw swag in there. Of course, yeah, you, I've, you'd, I've you'd gone... be silly to back against a team that's hailed it and that's finished runners up in the in the in the Premier. Yeah, I'm backing swag, and um, 
Francis has backed Magpie. That is the end of our predictions or preview show for uh, the Southern Sunday, Graham. Two hours it was. Um, thank you for your time on a, on a Thursday evening. Uh, this podcast will be released at, at 5 a.m. Friday. So um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good to yeah, be back, you good. know. It's good to, to loosen up again and get ready for uh, the full season ahead of us. An exciting season, a very good constitution. Uh, will be full of a roller coaster uh, of a season. I, I'm guessing across the board, across our four leagues, yep. uh, we'll be covering on the Sunday League. So uh, we'll be out on Tuesday evening this week, or next week, should I say. Then we'll revert back to our normal Monday evenings uh, from then on, at least if uh, at least on a Monday, if the, if it's not a bank holiday, if it's bank holiday, then we'll go for the Tuesdays. We do so we'll like be all to... right then until, um, we'll be all right until the Christmas time when we might get a bit of disruption. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was obviously good to meet you in the summer. Thank you for meeting up for the drinks. Really enjoyed it. See, I'm the same in person to what I am on here, aren't I? I'm no different. Just as obnoxious in, in real life, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, there you go. I'll take that. <laughs> and I've got a hat for you on, on Sunday, uh, the, the 3rd of September uh, for the South Bank. Uh, so when I'm going to be doing my pitch inspections when it's cold and wet in the winter the very first thing I will be doing is promoting the silk woolly hat so there you go, all that free advertising but let's hope that I don't have to use it because <laughs> if I do have to use it that means it's been a shit season and bad weather so let's hope it doesn't have to come out but if it does, I'm happy to give you the free advertising and I'll, and I'll give it a plug of course I am Thank you so much for your generous uh, charity, uh, Graham. I'll see you on Tuesday. I look forward to talking and previewing the games for Sunday the 3rd, including, uh, I'm guessing, the South Bank Challenge. Maybe don't. Maybe don't put that game in, Graham. No, it wasn't going to go in. No. Please don't. There's no. there's a lot of other really, really good opening day games. But, uh, yeah, we'll discuss those on um, Tuesday and we'll give a headache to, uh, obviously, yourself and Francis. So looking forward to the banter between the three of us throughout the season. And, uh, yeah, I've listened to the other shows. So, you know, well done to the guys. Uh, welcome to Rav and, obviously, the, the the Kent League on there this year. So they're very much welcome. And, uh, yeah, for our third season, our second full season, uh, delighted to be part of it. So, yeah, hope everyone enjoyed the, the launch. Welcome to all the new teams of the Southern Sunday. And, yeah, I wish everybody... And uh, believe it or not, we don't have teams that we want to win or lose. We want a successful league in all the divisions. So we wish everybody a um, fantastic season ahead, not only in the Southern Sunday, but all of our other uh, colleagues in uh, the Silk Sunday League show. Absolutely. And if the new teams don't follow us on social media, you can find us at Silk Grassroots on Twitter or X. I'll always call it Twitter. Same. Uh, it's called X now. Um, but if you wanted to listen to us, uh, we are on SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, Amazon Music. You'll find all of the links uh, shared on our social media page. There's no website. It's all on um, Twitter. Graham, it's been a pleasure to speak to you again. Um, I'll speak to Tuesday, and we'll go through the fixtures. Have a good weekend. And you have a fantastic bank holiday. Cheers, Andrew. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.